Welcome to Furcast episode 376. I'm your host, Paradox the Red Wolf. I'm your fabulous Blue Fox host, Favor. And I'm your Tiger Mursky. How's it going, guys? Uh, we got a new chat room on our website, so hopefully that's working good for everybody. Um, we've also got a new iOS app um, for those who like to tune in with that. Um, we should have a new Android app in a few days. Um, let us know what you think if there's any issues. We're not really mobile developer kind of people, but um, we were going to get rid of the mobile apps, and you guys complained. So there you go. There's a new app update that hopefully works good. Uh, just in time for WWDC. Anyway, uh, for guys, episode 376. Um... That's all I have to talk about. There's still really not much going on. We do have a big roundup, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Nico's not here, because he said that 2020 couldn't get any worse, and apparently the thing that got worse was him not being able to be here. So, of course, there's other things that are getting bad, too. But, anyway. Wait, I forgot this one. This... What? 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 Use your words. I don't want to say it yet. I just want you to see. Ah, okay. <laughs> By creating plumes. <laughs> if that doesn't bother you enough. It's not the plumes I ever wanted to think of. Yeah, it's a little freaky. All right, Um, I can just jump right into the roundup if we don't have anything else going on. I think it's going to be a pretty... Pretty quiet show because normally Nico is a loud talker. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, do you know that young people in the U.S. are having way less sex than previous generations? I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we started teaching sex in school instead of abstinence. You know, people aren't fucking. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. Or it could be the virus. Well, yeah, but I mean, isn't that statistic based on like old data or older, like a couple of years ago or something? Because I've, sure be- I've heard that before. I'm sure it is, but it's even funnier now. It's like, wow, people weren't having sex in 2020. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah, it's no correlating reason for it. Um, before I jump into the roundup, I should mention that Furcast is sponsored by TwinTailCreations.com. Uh, you can check them out, TwinTailCreations.com. We also have coupon codes where you can save 15% on their silicone products. And also they have a rewards program now um, where I think you might be I able I told to you that. Save even more money. Uh, actually, a couple of people have reached out to me saying that they've joined the thing and gotten reward points. And then I have one friend that's like going to... It's like their birthday coming up, and they're going to try to like queue up a bunch at once. And I have 225 points, and oh, yeah, I haven't bought anything. Are you getting paid in points rather than mm-hmm. money? Sort Every of like how it. some companies pay you in stock and yeah. bonds. My stock is dildo points, <laughs> dildo points. Well, it's like, I mean, it's not like you really need any. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a lot. We, 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 we only have, have boxes, we have literally have boxes of dildos. In our house, not to mention you're making your own now. I'm actually using one of the dildos as a uh, book stander. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I was looking for the book stander that you see at library at the each. Oh, quarter. for the shelf over there? Yeah, shelf. <laughs> it's like, huh, what, what can I use? I, I looked around the house and I couldn't find anything metallic that is bent at 90 degrees. And I was like, I guess I'll just use a dildo. And I just, and I using the suction cup side of the dildo, I stuck it to one end yeah. of the See, shelf. I, I told people and our fans countless times that you don't need to use the dildos. You can actually use them for a multitude of other things. Yeah. We still have one stuck to the ceiling of our kitchen. And that's been since uh, before, uh, what was it? Before, before Christmas last year. Yeah. So I think that, that toy is going to predict the apocalypse. When it falls down, that's, <laughs> that's the end. That's the end. It's the end, everybody. <laughs> My goodness. Because it lasted before 2020 even started. 
And it then, has been there for a while. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I, I look at it every time I go down there, and I'm like, oh. I think it's fused with the house. <laughs> <laughs> like paint around it. <laughs> I don't know how it's still up there. Like, we literally tossed the toys up on the ceiling, and they all fell down within 24 hours. Yeah. And then we laughed when this one stayed up there for, like, 48 hours. And then it became a week. And then it became our Christmas dick. And then it became the Hanukkah dick. And then it became the New Year's dick. And now it's been existing there ever since, and it has not fallen. And it's defying gravity. It sits upside down. And it's the, Now it's the COVID dick. <laughs> no, it's the apocalypse dick now. It's the apocalypse dick. And that when the dick finally falls, the world will end. <laughs> Oh my goodness! What is that thing that the uh, Jeff Bezos building right now? That giant clock tower? He built that a while ago. I thought, I thought. Yeah, so like, <laughs> it'll outstand Bezos clock tower. Our whole house collapses except that, like just the wall that's needed. No, to Bezos hold up the towers tower. collapses and our house still stands <laughs> <laughs> because of the because of the, the dildo. dildo. <laughs> Throwing that dildo from the ceiling is the best thing you ever did. <laughs> We don't anyway. need no insurance. <laughs> we don't need no insurance. That dildo caused COVID. <laughs> it hit the ceiling and just caused a ripple effect, like a butterfly effect. <laughs> That's how powerful Twin Tails dicks are. <laughs> anyway. Welcome to The Roundup. The Roundup is the segment where we throw a bunch of links at you that you can check out on your own after the show. Surprise, we... Twin Tails hasn't made a COVID dick. Because everyone else is getting fucked by COVID. Might as well get fucked yourself with one. I mean, you did make a COVID dildo. It was literally a COVID virus, like... Butt plug? Yeah. I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd want that in me, though. No. I'd be worried that the little <laughs> things that stick off and, like, rip off uh, or something. So, <laughs> funny enough, I took that model and then made a bigger model, and it became a COVID stress ball, and now everyone at work wants one. So now, they, everyone at work, I, there's about six people at work that already have them. <laughs> And they don't know the origin of them was originally was a butt plug. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, guys, I make stress toys in my spare time. It's definitely not anything. It's a stress ball. Oh yeah, it has no correlation with dildos. You can go to Twin Tails and get your knotted stress toy if you need. It goes back to my main point though. So you can buy Twin Tails toys and they can be used for many other things. Yeah, holding up your books. They're very multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. A hammer. Yeah, with like the horse one. I mean, if you got it in firm. Definitely probably could hit a nail in. <laughs> imagine the demolition team. Yeah, just imagine. Just walking out of with their trucks. It's like, we're hit ready for a demolition. And they just have giant horse dildos in their hands. Okay, I just imagine like it's some like guy at a construction site. And he's just like got like a regular hammer. And he's like banging away. And he's like, ah, John, I'm going to need a thick one or whatever. Or I'm going to need a, a, what is it, firm? I'm going to need a, John, I'm going to need a firm. Hold on, I'll run back to the truck and grab one. <laughs> Okay. So, like, I want to make one like like one of like, the hobble horses, you know, like that has like the ball end. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. it just rocks back and forth. <laughs> but I want to make that out of a horse dick. <laughs> okay. Because then you can, like hit it like you get, like the sock and bob for things that like the clowns that you'd hit and they'd always like write themselves back up. Yeah. Yeah, but that but like a horse dick. Okay. Uh, I can see that. <laughs> oh my god! Give it to a baby. <laughs> No, don't do that. That was not my first idea of ever okay, doing that. But, because but, if you made the ball end round, yeah. you could literally bounce it. Because if they, if you only use one type of silicone, you could literally... Uh, so it, it's not actually a firm. If you made it like a racer level hard, they bounce. <laughs> right. So if you made the ball end of the horse dick, you could then just throw the horse dick and it would bounce like a bouncy ball 
but then the dick would flop. Okay. See, these are the ideas. Uh, okay. Thank you, Twin Tails, for corrupting us. Anyway, the Rondom is the segment <laughs> where I throw a bunch of links at you that you can check out on your own after the show. Um, when we post the bits, our, our rapid-fire news segment, and we're going to jump right in. First thing in the Roundup is a big Twitter thread from Boozy about all the stuff that happened at CCFC or Capital City FurCon. Um, we talked about this on the last episode, uh, but Boozy goes into a lot more detail on what happened. It's a big thread. So if you're interested in that, you can check that out. Next, Ash Coyote has posted a video to her YouTube channel uh, talking about um, some kind of cool things. Uh, and I already have audio playing. And one of these damn tabs, there's an ad playing, thank you, ad, for playing audio. I was about to unmute the computer that does the roundup, but if I, I was like, why is there audio play? Anyway, Ash Coyote has done a video on her YouTube channel answering questions about uh, her upcoming hey, film, The Fandom. What doing today? It's Ash Coyote here. And today we're going to be talking about The Fandom, the film that I just finished making. Oh my god, I am so excited to release this to you, to all my fans, to everybody out there who's been dying to see it. Well, guess what? It's coming out. I don't know if y'all caught it, but just this last week I launched the official release trailer. And with that release trailer come a lot of questions. I should explain more of what the project is about, answer some of the questions that are nagging and getting at you, and just try and, you know, like, help people get ready for the release of the film. Oh god, making a film is really freaking hard. So, uh, the film is coming out on July 3rd uh, on, I believe, Amazon Prime and YouTube as well for purchase, and, uh, apparently, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, it might be on Netflix at some point. Um, my movie's still on Netflix. Yeah, that's right. The movie you were in is still on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Where you got groped by, uh, by what's his name? Or, I don't know, molested by, I forget the actor's name. He had a good tweet recently, by the way. Ron Perlman? Ron Perlman. He had a really good tweet. He said, uh, oh, if you hate wearing face masks, just wait till you hear about seatbelts. <laughs> that was a good one. Anyway, um, but shout out to Ash Coyote. Um, the fandom is coming out on July 3rd, I believe. And also um, in the roundup, we've got a link to a review of the film, uh, a documentary about love and acceptance. And I believe the film is going to go into a lot of the history of the fandom. In fact, actually, that's primarily what it's about, is uh, kind of going into like the people who started the fandom in the 80s and all of the kind of struggles that the culture went through as it developed. Um, so uh, it's not really a like here's what furries are for people who don't know kind of film and it's much more of a like actually really useful information that might benefit you in terms of like you know knowing where we came from and where we're headed to and all that so definitely recommend checking that out um i might i should probably reach out to ash and ask if she wants to like do an interview or something should probably have done that before saying it on air but that's okay <laughs> anyway next thing in the roundup SCOTUS, uh, which is uh, the Supreme Court in the U.S., has uh, ruled that the federal employment discrimination laws protect LGBT employees. So that was a huge win this week. There were some concerns last week about some other things going on. Um, but this is definitely a big win, and it's kind of surprising that they did that. Anyway, next. Ratchet and Clank, we talked about this in the last episode, and people have already started making cosplay costumes of the new Lombax, who, by the way, is nameless... 
I don't know the name of the new Lombax. I believe on E621, the Lombax is just named after the new game um, for the new Ratchet & Clank game for PlayStation 5. There's so much porn. There is so much porn. Oh, there's... And by the way, Insomniac retweeted it and said, well, that was fast. <laughs> so there you go. But yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome that people are... Uh, and that people... <laughs> time to time stop. To stop. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, people are already uh, making costumes. I don't know who runs the Insomniac Twitter account anymore. I don't think it's James Stevenson anymore. It was it used to be Brian Ithar. Ithar. One of those people, yeah. Um, a fox at UNSW, um, which is the University of NSW... New, is it New South Wales? <laughs> Not yeah, New South... I gave it a pat. You don't pat foxes. Yeah. Anyway, um, university in Australia. Uh, I gave it a pat, and he chomped my hand. Students bitten by a fox. So um, apparently, this fox is going around at a university biting people. So, well, I don't think the fox was going around biting people. It's it's more so that the guy reached out to a fox, giving his hand. I feel like we need to look up and see if there's any new wear fox personas on FA right now. <laughs> I like how three people have tried to pet the fox and have gotten bitten. No pet. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Give me food, no pet. <laughs> it's like a cat. It's basically catting them. <laughs> yeah. Why is this in the roundup? I feel like this would be funny. Um, if you want to read it, we can. You could, oh, you could read it in a minute. I just want to see where fox. I want to see if there's any new where foxes on FA. Oh, there's a lot of porn. Ooh, there's a tar. There's some hyper art. There's some good shit here. Hmm. Doesn't look like anybody, any new wear foxes from New South Wales, though. So, uh, we'll keep an eye on that, though, since so many people are getting bitten by a fox. Speaking of Australia, by the way, uh, some sad news from Ferdu, who uh, is not canceled or going away or anything, uh, but they had a data breach. Um, it says, on the 29th of November, 2019, we were told that our ticket PDF was publicly visible to anybody that knew where to look. We fixed the folder permission immediately and called our web host directly. Uh, the info that was visible on your Ferdu ticket contained the following. Date and time of purchase, ticket number, ticket holder, date of birth, country of origin, gender, furry name, and uh, Rego level. Registration, and registration level? level, I think, is what they mean. Um, info that was not visible, email address, payment details, home address. Um, so not much other than, I guess, date well, ticket birth. holder would be your name, right? Yeah. So that is kind of a breach of your furry name and your date of birth, which is a little annoying, but, uh, either way, um, they have a whole thread on that and there's lots of people replying, including Kaiwana, who is one of our patron supporters who said, was this reported to the Australian OIAC? Um, which I believe is an organization uh, for dealing with data breaches. And Furdue later confirmed, uh, apparently it is, quote, being reported to the relevant authorities. So hopefully they're doing that because uh, different regions of the world have different uh, data breach laws. Uh, a lot of times when companies have a data breach, they are forced legally to disclose that information. So was it more like if you knew where to find, as in like if you go to you know? You know, library, uh, uh, libraries, slash whatever director. If you knew the directories, yeah. you would have been able to find it. Correct. Kind of thing. Yeah. So but it was like, don't... yeah, it, it was basically one of those things where it's very. This happens a lot of times to companies with uh, Amazon S three buckets as well. Yeah. Where companies will like 
someone will set up a bucket to store data and then they test it, test it, test it. It works, cool. And then they go to start put like actual customer data in it and then never change the permissions yeah. and never thought that it would be an issue because it's some secret URL but then turns out like everybody's information was just publicly accessible. Yeah. And it happens all the time. Um, mm. I don't know if that's exactly how it happened with Furdu, but um, either way, they um, they disclosed it on their Twitter. So that was the right move. Next, Telegram is back in Russia. Uh, we got a, an article from Independent, and we also have an article from The Verge. Um, the ban was mostly ineffective as Russians found a way to access the app. The I remember, Russian hackers. I remember uh, Manuel, who's been on the show before, um, who uh, used to live in Russia, um, was telling us that when they initially tried to block Telegram, the way that they did it was by blocking all of Amazon uh, AWS, which, like, broke so much shit. Like, apparently, like, bank ATMs stopped working and everything because they had no clue how to block Telegram. And then, meanwhile, Telegram <laughs> would just work around it with, like, proxies all over the place. It was a mess. But either way, um, apparently they've lifted the ban on Telegram for now. Um, so we'll see how long that lasts, knowing them. But, yeah. Next, Animorphs is apparently being made into a feature film. Animorphs, the massively popular kids' book, popular kids' book from the 90s, is being adapted for screen. Um, and we got an article on Hollywood Reporter from that. Let me just open that up real quick here. Uh, Eric Griggs, uh, pictures are exclusive. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there, like, a date? Mm. Mm, partnership announced during the 2019 launch of Picture Start. Uh, we'll develop live-action projects from Scholastic Books from a, uh, a joint thing that they announced in 2019. I guess we don't have a date yet, but, yeah, Animorphs is going to be a movie, so that'll be pretty cool. Next, there's a giant fox statue in Rotterdam, the Netherlands. <laughs> Sculpture is made by, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this, Florengen Hoffman, an artist known for his large sculptures. This fox is 16 meters long. Uh, it has a plastic bag in his mouth. Um, there's a market close by where the fox is placed. Uh, more than often, plastic ends up in the park. Oh, so it's kind of like a statement about that, too. That's neat. Um, but he is, the fox is still using it for groceries. Yep. <laughs> That's a giant freaking statue. Jeez. It's really cute, though. When they're done, can we have it? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know what's in that bag. <laughs> Like did Twin Tails toys. <laughs> yeah, Twin Tails toys, obviously. <laughs> wow. Someone go place a Twin Tails sticker on the bag. <laughs> uh, so if anybody's interested in macro, um, you could probably go stand underneath <laughs> it. I don't know. Anyway. Next, uh, this is actually an old tweet, but it came up for some reason, and it was getting a lot of retweets. Uh, Nikon tweeted, we gave an important presentation to upper management about the inclusiveness of furry in the workplace. Tails keep getting caught in doors. And it's a presentation of a bunch of furries at a Microsoft employee meeting saying Microsoft should be inclusive for all. New standards for people with tails. Tails are important. And they're wearing fursuits. I guess that was an older tweet, but I just wanted to share it. I remember seeing it like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Next, um, let me see. I thought that said CoughCon. So the guys behind DreamKeepers <laughs> are doing a virtual con called CouchCon. Uh, they're going to have a dealer's room, artist alley, a Discord hall, panel schedule, and apparently you can just watch on the Vivid Publishing website. Um, the website feels like like old video game, of like flash video game website from 2005. Uh, yeah. This is um, Vivid Publishing's stuff. Uh, those are the guys behind Dreamkeepers. Uh, they're pretty awesome guys. 
Um, they've been on the, our show a couple times, and you can watch here, which I think, oh, that just takes you to their news page. Um, and they also are on Twitter, Vivid Publishing. Oh, sorry, it's Dream Keepers on Twitter is their thing. But yeah. They go down to the, the, you have the gif right there. What? Pole dancing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Straight from Dream Keepers Volume 3 Underground Nightclub. All right. <laughs> Next in the roundup, podcast <laughs> shout out. Um, every once in a while, I hear about new furry podcasts, and I always like to shout them out just to give them press. Um, uh, I've, I've not, not necessarily like endorsing, as I always like to say, but I just like to share them. And this one in particular, I will say I did listen to a bit of it, and it does seem really awesome. We're not going to shout out the other for one uh, that people mistake us for. But Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Um, we just, we just, you know. This one is called Barely Furcasting. Uh, and that's because there's a character named Barely that's on it. Um, but it seems like such a cute show. Thoughts right there, I guess. I don't know. I am just a pup. Are you sure we should get started? We should get started with okay. a thing and a stuff. This is Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin, an Injured Nerves audio production. Well, hello and welcome to Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin. Speaking Hi. with me today is Tabin. Bark, bark. It is. <laughs> that is a very true statement that is, you just said there, barely. <laughs> and who am I? Oh, so high. Yes, this so is. So Taven is, by the way, adorable and has a whole section of every episode from what I can figure out where he talks about whether or not he's been able to catch his tail finally. <laughs> Anyway, shout out to Tabin, though. I also have Tabin's YouTube channel up here where you can watch cute things and also learn about math, apparently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tabin, Tabin just seems like one of those really like happy-go-lucky, awesome people. So shout out to them. They're awesome. Next, uh, another podcast shout out to the SoCal Shepherd Show. Um, SoCal has uh, been a fan of Furcast for a while, but been in a chat room and stuff like that, and I guess is uh, doing their own thing on Twitch. Um, so you can check that out. It's SoCal Shep, as in... I, I mean, is it Southern California Shepherd? That's what I was thinking, too. I, I would assume it's Southern California Shepherd. I don't really know. But either way, you can check that out as well. Um, and uh, they stream on Twitch and stuff. They actually do a live show. And uh, I was talking with SoCal about studio stuff uh, the other day. And that is the end of the roundup. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm kind of short. Well, it was only a week since the last episode, so. Yes, it's, Paradox, Southern. No, I know that SoCal means Southern California, but SoCal Shep has never actually stated that that's what it means. That's what it means. That's probably it. <laughs> you, you don't need to state it. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> because that's what it means. Like it's... I, it's like, you know how you don't want to assume somebody's gender? I don't want to assume somebody's region. <laughs> That's like, like the... you had to, like, instead of saying LOL, you had to announce that what it meant every time. <laughs> 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 Laughing out loud. <laughs> yeah. LOL, by the way, I mean laughing out loud. <laughs> I'm going to do that for now. I'm going to be like, LOL, parentheses, laughing out loud. <laughs> I live in SoCal, you know, Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I want, I, okay, SoCal. Listen, SoCal, if you're listening, can you do me a favor? Can you, like announce officially that it, from means, that it means something different. No, he does live... 
pretty straight lips and say calamari. But like, so yeah, could you like just announce like, oh no, that's not what my name means. It actually means this. And just like come yeah. up with something completely different. Praise the sun. What? Soul. Sun. S-O-L. It, it's so cal, not yeah, soul cal. But you what, just like, removed the C-A. Where, where is the C-A coming from? C-A-L. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It's not so ka. <laughs> no, but, but, you, but you said it's soul. So it's S-O-L. But... Well, I don't know what cal is yet for. Uh, okay. Um, Maybe it's just cal. Calories? No, just cal. You know, the guy named Cal. So anyway. <laughs> um, all right, we're 24 minutes in. Uh, that's a little early for a break. Do you want to jump in on news? Yeah, yeah. you should read the Fox one. Because if you forgot about it. Yeah, you are, after all, Pharaoh, a fox yourself. I feel like you could uh, have some useful input on this fox yeah, and the statement. Us. And the statement that <laughs> don't. <laughs> Wait, are you gonna read the one? Oh, that's right. Not not the giant fox statue. You're gonna read the one about the university. In, yeah. In New South Wales. All right. Just don't pet me. <laughs> I mean, you look cute. Just you or fox. In the fox is trying to be aware of COVID. That's why he's like, "Don't touch me." Uh. He's practicing social distancing, and the humans are not, obviously. He's trying out there. I feel like the appropriate thing would just be to walk away and not to bite. Yeah, because... Yeah. I would, t- honestly, get lower because you're intimidating first, standing as taller, like, overbearing on us. That's one. You're just looking down upon us. I mean, if you got on our level, you'd understand. Two, you have to offer a peace treaty. So you must give something in order to receive something. You must give food to receive pet. And I feel like you can pet foxes in other places. Like, there's tons of other stories about people petting foxes. Guess what? There's also, they're well-fed. And they're not probably wild. Are you, are you saying that this fox at this university is not fed? No, they, did anyone feed him? They should have fed him first, and then they probably could have got pets. Or given the fox pets. Yes. I was going to say, I, li- I like how there's a restriction to give pets, I feel like, just making a statement here, I feel like most of my friends that I talk to, you know, on Discord and TeamSpeak and meet at cons, they're the kind of people who, like, ask for pets. They'll be like, by the way, like, you should visit and pet me or whatever. I don't know if I know anybody where I have to pay them or give something to them in order to then unlock the ability to pet them. Yeah, you gotta level up your fox. No, I feel like I know you foxes. You have to level up your fox. I, I just don't, I don't think it works that because way. Because they've already been leveled up. I, uh, <laughs> I beg to differ. Foxes just don't start just taking horses. You have to level them up. Can I pet you? No, you haven't given me food. <laughs> Maruski, can you hear me the whales? I know, if you gave me the cockcrackers, I would have I would have obliged. But you don't have cockcrackers for me. You don't have chicken in the basket. If you had chicken in a basket, this then yes. It looks like chicken in a basket. It's like the same color box. You seen all blues look like? <laughs> all blues look the same to me. <laughs> I find that offensive. So <laughs> troubling times. Oh, poor Nirok just messaged me and said all of his apps crashed, but his operating system didn't. Nirok, that's because you're a wolf and shouldn't be using the com- a computer with paws. That's all the other thing you forgot. I don't know how I use a computer. What? The other thing you forgot in the roundup. Black lives still matter because there's oh. still protests. Despite a lot of the news, like, just that, stopping, like, oh, you know. That, oh, yeah, that's not even... Well, actually, speaking of which, uh, quick update. You've been going to the local protests. Yeah, so in bu- at the Buffalo City Hall, uh, they're 
um, like maybe 30, 40 people camping in front of the city hall. Uh, and they're not going to leave until their demands are met. And some of the demands are like ban chokeholds because like uh, the what the Senate put through is just a recommendation, not yeah, we just, an enforcement. We, we recommend that you don't do chokeholds, but I mean, you know, it's they're literally all it's someone just a recommendation. grabbed all of the laws that they said, and they were already listed as laws currently. Like they're already recommendations; they were just re-repeating them to make yeah. them a little bit more firm. Ah, yes, definitely. And uh, and like uh, police reform within the Buffalo Police Department, like completely. And there were some like six other demands, and every now and then, like every three four days some cop cars show up they take take away the tents and some organizations some people just bring out more tents for them and they also bring out like cookies sandwiches my uh, favorite some... protest sign this far is bottoms and tops against cops wow that's brilliant <laughs> That's good. It was a rainbow like poster board, and yeah. it said "bottoms and tops against cops." <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been helping at our local Black Lives Matter protest to get it, get them like wireless. Yeah, and and I realized that a lot of um, lower income families and people generally have less access to good data plan for their cell phones. And they've been having a hard time getting, like, proper telegram and proper, like, signal. Uh, also have less access to services in general. Yeah, in, yeah, in general. And they had to use public Wi-Fi that is barely, like, visible unless you stand in this specific corner. And you don't know how secure those, like, public Wi-Fis are. It could be from the cop stingers or it could be from a library. We don't know. Yeah. So I'm just helping them set up, like, a secure, like... Um, hotspot for them. Yeah, you got a little mini router with a VPN and everything. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of pictures of the uh, Black Lives Matter protests that we went to in Buffalo, and I still have to just edit them and put them on Flickr. I'll, it'll be in my next batch of photos that I upload them. Because um, there were, it was quite a turnout. There were a lot of people there. Yeah. And, um, and then you went as well. And Yeah. But, uh, yeah, glad people are still out there um, making sure that shit actually gets done. Yeah. Because there's been a few tweets from politicians that are like, oh, we get it. You've made your point. You can stop now. And it's like, no, don't. <laughs> don't stop. Keep demanding because otherwise, you know. But you're making it inconvenient. <laughs> and the thing is, so sometimes those uh, organizers and protesters just go somewhere to grab food or go see their family and whatnot. They're undercover cops following them. And sometimes they just get arrested for no reason. Uh, a couple days ago, um, so what they do is they always have walkie-talkies on them mm-hmm. uh, when they go away from the protest site. And they went to grab something. I don't, I don't remember, like food, grocery shop, I don't know. And, and the main organizer at the protest site haven't heard anything from them for like an hour or two. So it's like, hey, she talked on the walkie-talkie. It's like, hey, are you guys okay? And some cop picked it up and said, don't worry about it. And turns out the cops just detained the protester out of nowhere while they were at a shop. And they didn't state reason why they were being detained. And they were held there for like a few hours and they were let go. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, and it's not being covered by media as far as I know. And our local media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, little things that I. Welcome hear. to tw- well, I can say, I can't just say this for welcome to 2020, but <laughs> welcome to 2020, where everything is exposed and now visibly open. Yeah. <laughs> like the wound that's always been there. Yeah, exactly. It's like not a new wound. It's just finally like, oh. The bandage has been removed. You trip over a little rock and you accidentally stumble upon a pile of salt. And you just have so much room that like, ah, it burns. 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Maruski and I went to um, uh, a Thai food place locally here um, just for takeout. And we were asking the guy, you know, hey, how's business, you know, kind of deal. And he goes, well... He's like, it's okay, you know, during the day we get stuff, but we don't get as many takeout orders at night. And we were kind of like, oh, well, like, you know, phase whatever in New York State soon, so maybe a little bit more normal, right? And he's like, he just looked so depressed, and he was like, no. He's <laughs> like, for at least another, like, year or two, we're going to be yeah, doing takeout the... orders behind a pane of glass, you know. Yeah, until the vaccine gets developed. Yeah, rough yeah. times. Yeah, we promised them that you know, we're going to be loyal customers. Yeah. I hope we could be lawyer. I love that Thai food place. Mm. All right. Um, news. Shall we jump in? Fox. Yeah, I have Fox. Read the Fox. Right. News about foxes. This is, this is, this is. Fox news. Fox news, everybody. <laughs> When's it became more trending as Fox news than Fox news? That'll be hilarious. I really want Femboy Fox News, though. I feel like Femboy Fox News, with that would really set it for me. Mm. You know. Somehow still owned by Rupert Murdoch, though. What's Femboy Hooters? Femboy Hooters? What? Uh, you don't know the meme? I don't... I, I know... I've seen the meme. Yeah. I just don't know how this came to be. I have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> Hooters just randomly tweeted, like, something about Femboys. Oh, like the official Hooters? Yeah. 2020 is fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) The tweet was something along the lines of like, not every day that you get an email from your boss with the subject line femboys. That was the tweet. No clue what it means. I could look it up. Like, Hooters femboys. What is femboy Hooters? Stayhip.com. Just like Chick-fil-A has a Hawaiian restaurant. In Georgia. A Hawaiian restaurant? Because one of the co-founders liked Hawaiian food. Oh. So there is a full... Are they, are they, are they trying to say that Jesus is Hawaiian now? He could be. It's closer to skin tone than white. Hey, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> These damn liberals keep trying to tell us that Jesus wasn't white. Jesus well, we'll Hawaiian. Make him, we'll make him Hawaiian. <laughs> hey, Faye, have uh, yeah, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Have you watched King of the Hill? Well, yeah. Like, not recently, you? but I've watched every episode of King of the Hill. I grew up with King of the Hill. Do you remember this episode? <laughs> yes, when Dale worked at Hooters. Yep. <laughs> because, like, so there, okay, there's a bunch of, there's a meme going on about, like, Femboy Hooters. Apparently might be a thing, by the way. It's literally going to be a Hooters, it's based on the chain of Hooters, but with femboy, like, feminine men walking around. Um, and then the meme keeps going where people started replacing, like, the logos of other companies. Yeah. So there's Tomboy Outback, yep. Femboy Hooter, Hooters, uh, Goth IHOP, um, Milf Denny's. <laughs> Wait, go up. Twink Filet. 
What? I, uh, I was, there was up there a little. Like, uh, there was a list of I saw. All I saw was Twink, Twink Filet, <laughs> Clown Girl, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my God! Somebody made a Photoshop of it. This account is pro tomboy Outback. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it turned into a huge meme. <laughs> There's Lagoshi and everybody from B Stars. <sighs> anyway, let's get back to Fox News. <laughs> I gave it a pat. He gave me a chomp. <laughs> a pat for a chomp? Chomp for a pat? Two people have now been presented to the hospital. Like, presented. Here, here we go. <laughs> to the hospital for getting bit by a fox. They're like, ah. Oh, you're gonna- fox bites amid the number of sightings of foxes at the university of an SW's Kingston campus. So there might be multiple foxes going to school now. Wait. Multiple foxes, wow. I didn't know they were know. like native fox species in Australia. Yeah, just not in New Zealand. Yeah, oh. foxes are illegal in New Zealand. But there, there's not... Well, no, foxes no, no. were brought into... They're an invasive species. Yeah, and... that's what I mean. I, I, I knew they were not native to Australia. I just didn't know they were like that rampant in the wild. Yeah, that's why I want to just bring foxes to New Zealand and corrupt New Zealand, because that's going to be my 2020, like, Well, I mean, TC, bad... TC Fox is already in New Zealand. Oh, wait, shh, I'm not supposed to talk about that. Shh. Shit. Shit, I just revealed that in honor. That's Everybody. my, that's my evil plan for 2020, is just release foxes in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> that's sh- it. You just show up on a boat and just... <laughs> I'm just going a fucking rowboat with like a dozen foxes. And as soon as I hit land, they're all just going to jump yeah. out and run. Pharaoh, why are you going to Australia with all these crates? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, foxes are illegal in New Zealand. And uh, it's kind of a joke that TC's there. And then when, then when TC visited here, um, he went to our local zoo where they have Arctic foxes. And TC literally just sat there in front of the Arctic fox exhibit, like looking at them for like hours. <laughs> Love you, TC Fox. Visit again, please, when the when the New Zealand border opens. Someone said eat more twink for twink fillet. <laughs> twink fillet. I would go to twink fillet. I wouldn't go to Femboy Hookers. Hookers. Femboy Hookers. I would not go to Femboy Hookers. Hooters. I feel like Femboy Hooters would be hysterical, though. Like, it would be so funny. When you bring up King of the Hill, now all I can picture is Dale in short shorts. Because he applied for Hooters and they were going to deny him because he wasn't a woman. And he goes, that's discrimination. So they had to hire him. I don't think that's how that works. You can you can hire people based on physical appearance. There there is a law for that. It's called um, prerequisite work conditions or something. I forget what it is. But um, like, because like Hooter is yeah, they're not saying it officially, but they are specifically hiring people who are like very sexualized or sexually appealing to old men, but they don't state it. Yeah. Um, I can state that I've never been to a Hooters. I, I've never been to a I've Hooters. Never been. I've Hooters actually... has been called a restaurant. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Because um, they sexualize women. Yeah, they and do. And profit off of it. Yeah. But then aren't you sexualizing men if you make it fun by Hooters? 
means then is it equality true means of capitalism? <laughs> true means of equality. I <laughs> um, so there was another one. There was like what was it? Butch <laughs> Butch Hooters too or there was something else that Butcher I thought, King? No, not Butcher King. Yeah, um Femme Dominoes. Femme Dominoes. Yeah, I forget what it is, um, but there's a law that basically says um, uh, bona fide... Oh, th this is it. This is the official term. Bonafide occupational qualification is mm. the term. So that's how Hooters can get away with like only hiring you know, busty women or whatever. Right. Is because they that's a bona fide occupational qualification. <sighs> which means that that business model is structured around that particular feature of a person, right. essentially. Um so it is legal for them to do that, as, as sleazy as it may we be. We can only hire femboys. <laughs> only hire femboys. <laughs> I feel yeah. like there'd be 90% furry. Yeah, I'm sure there are more. You can get some from, like... <laughs> I don't know. There'd be more. You can get some from... <laughs> I was supposed to say anime culture, but I don't know. I mean, see, the thing is for me, like, right, going to a strip club would be kind of awkward, whereas going to, like, a femboy Hooters would be just, it would be, it would be a hoot. Get out. <laughs> Give it a pat and he gave me a chomp. At least three US, UNSW students have been bitten. The student outlet Newsworthy reported on Sunday. Wear foxes. They're all going to turn into wear foxes. The students were attempting to pat. Liz Willer, a 20-year-old computer engineering student, was walking home from her campus after 10 p.m. on Saturday when she spotted a fox. I thought, oh, that's really cool. And it started walking towards me with intent, she said. <laughs> probably hungry. Ms. Willer assumed the fox was someone's pet because she thought wild foxes don't just come up to you and stand in front of you. I thought I could maybe help it, so I gave it a pet, and it bit my hand. <laughs> the fox then just wandered away casually. <laughs> but, like, foxes, like, if you pet foxes that are, like, tamed, they normally, like, do, like, a little, the, the cat bite thing. You know when you pet a cat and, like, they roll on their stomach and you would, like, pet their yeah, stomach? Yeah, they do, like, a love bite. And they, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you can you just <laughs> Mursky is gonna do that now? <laughs> Every time you're gonna like good kitty and then yeah. hitting my face and you're gonna <laughs> You do bite me sometimes. Yeah, but mostly around your neck. Yeah, and then I bite you to calm you down every once in a while. Yeah, you, there's you video too, of it too. You get too feisty and I have to bite you. Craig in chat says he's changing he's changing no way he just says rabies <laughs> no because then the foxes are nocturnal and if it had rabies it'd probably be out during daylight but I also the, there's a video of it too if you watch oh my it. god Shack at Chipotle yes I would go to Shack at Chipotle fuck yeah well Tim Hortons left out of here thank you Knightley because it's already Timmy Hose <laughs> that's true <laughs> Timmy Hose <laughs> I was like, oh, we don't have to change. Did you see the video on the, the site? No, I didn't. I, I feel, is that all she, there is to this article? No, there's a little more. 
but like literally the fox wants food and it was denied because <laughs> like this is trying to pet it like she holds her hand out to like mouth level and the fox just like bites and tries to run away so if she would have had food like a hot dog or something she could have fed it and became its friend okay and then maybe got a pat so here we go so here we go Aww. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Food? Question yeah, mark? food. You just fucking feed them. Because yeah, clearly, that's a gesture of like, oh, I have something to offer to you. <laughs> yeah. I'd be pissed too. Oh, I'm offering you something. Yeah. There's nothing here. I'm going to fucking take your finger. <laughs> There's another picture of this. This fox. <laughs> it wasn't trying to savage me, she said. Savage me. <laughs> the fox then wandered away casually, as well as said, and took her, <laughs> and she took herself to the Prince Whale Hospital Emergency Department. There she met a twenty-year-old man who had also been bitten by a fox. <laughs> Love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in for? Fox bite. A fox. Oh, me too. But he is obviously an idiot. <laughs> Nirox says Otter Olive Garden. Check Olive it. Garden. Otter Olive Garden. Otter Garden? Otter Garden. Yeah. Dom Del Taco. <laughs> Tim Hortons. And just Timmy Ho. Yeah, Timmy just, just Timmy Ho. Better. On that one. Oh my god. I do love Chack at Chipotle though. That's so good. So I love how she is a, is a computer science major. Mm -hmm. She met a 20-year-old man who had also been bitten by the fox. He sat down with it on the ground because he thought it was a cat. <laughs> Australian people don't know how to differentiate. Have you used the internet? <laughs> this there at college. <laughs> Do you have a problem with your education in, you know, the biology department, you know? Oh, look at this big red cat. <laughs> I mean, you're in Australia, so it might as well be a dingo. Fox, dingo, what's the difference? They both take babies. But cat? How do you... How... I get they run cat software on canine hardware. hardware, but... I mean, if, yeah, if, if the guy said, oh, I thought it was a dog, then I wouldn't be able to understand but yeah. a cat. I sat down with it on the ground because he thought it was a cat. Then again, it's a Saturday night. He could have been drunk. Near <laughs> kitty. Near <laughs> <Yeah>. kitty. <laughs> That's not a cat. I suppose to the hospital confirmed that two treated, <laughs> treated two people who said they had been bitten by a fox on the university campus on Saturday night. A UNSW, UNSW spokesman said the university was aware of several separate incidents of students being bitten by foxes while attempting to pat. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe you guys should stop trying to pet this cat and just try to feed it instead and then maybe pet it. After you feed it. Or wear gloves. I mean, I'd pet a fox with gloves. Just I, in case. I feel like I would pet you with gloves. I feel like I could, if I had gloves on, I could pet you. Okay. I, just a second. Australia, Australia is known for, like, having, like, venomous spiders, venomous snake. 
you know, things with big teeth that can kill you in one bite. Yeah, but it's, a, Croc- it's just a cat. Uh, a stri- they just, they just like, thought it was a cat. Kangaroos are buff. Yeah, like, kangaroos are buff. They lumberjacks can you. Lumberjacks just punch you in and, like, knock you out. Yeah, it's like a bite from a fox shouldn't kill you. We talked about this. Australians go through this vaccination process when they're baby. They are left in the wild for for a period of a week. And if they survive, they become an extra Australian citizen. <laughs> so they should be able to survive fox bites without having to go to a hospital for it. Maybe they thought that was their real parents. Like self-impression. Like a fox came up to the child and was like, oh, no, baby. Gross. <laughs> Yeah, all the spiders are like, nah, don't bite him now. We can get him later. <laughs> we like the challenge. <laughs> UNSW Estate Management are working to locate the fox and have it removed from the campus. Well, no, he just wants to get education and food and snacks. Well, I don't understand. What, he said that, adding that more students who see the fox on campus should notify security and not attempt to touch it or feed it. Unis is working on the presumption that there is only one fox. However, newsworthy Brandon Fu said he was told by a security guard that there were definitely more than three. <laughs> Pictures of two incidents show foxes with slightly different appearances. The fox has, or perhaps foxes have, been named Frank or Frankie by students who are sharing their encounters at a private UNSW, or UNSW Facebook discussion group. <laughs> Miss Willis said that she's, she has been chastised online for not expecting to be bitten by the fox. But, she said, the fox did not act like a wild animal. And it wasn't trying to savage me. Okay, I want to just set the, or suggested a show title of Fox Gloves. <laughs> Always wear before handling your fox. She also added that the tetanus shots she received hurt a lot more than the fox bites. <laughs> And love bites. Uh. Two other bites were filmed, and and a video of a student, Kevin Wang, being bitten on Saturday was posted to Reddit on Sunday night. The video shows Mr. Wang reaching his hand out to the fox to sniff it before the fox bites it and appears to drag him by his arm. (laughs) Drag. Come back with me. I will show you the way. (laughs) Come to my bed, oh woe. Mr. Fu and his colleagues, Claire Mahegate, uh, said that they had been called for Frankie to become a UNSW mascot. <laughs> Give him a shirt! <laughs> he just becomes a, uh, that's good. Uh, waifu Wendy's? No! Uh, waifu Wendy's. Yes, it's a wild animal. Oh my God. It doesn't belong on a university campus to learn, but I definitely want Frankie to be able yes, to... Yes, it does. How else are they supposed to learn? To find a new home and not be exterminated, Mr. Fu said. Foxes were declared pests in NSW in 2014, meaning they can they cannot be legally rehomed once captured. I thought they were saying cannot be legally educated. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that foxes cannot vote in Australia? Oh, wow, I didn't know that. How cruel. That's really cruel. Spokespersons for Randwick Council said they had not been informed of recent sightings of foxes, but they are known to be in the area. Fox sightings in the number of inner Sydney Sydney suburbs were higher than usual last spring, which experts attribute to an increased number of rats, as well as more households keeping backyard chickens. What's your input on that, Faye, as a fox? Do you have, like, a suggestion or something? Yeah. 
Just give us food and then we'll let you pet. Is it that simple? Yeah. Okay. But what kind of food? Chicken. <laughs> chicken wings. Chicken thighs. Deep fried chicken. Rabbit. Squirrels? Nah. Tastes too much like a rat. Are there squirrels in Australia? I don't know if there's squirrels in Australia. I know there aren't squirrels, at least not the type of squirrels that we have here in New Zealand. Hmm. I learned so much. Like, I learned okay, a lot listen, about squirrels. I went to New Zealand, and I still learned more about New Zealand when TC visited me, because he would freak out about these little things, and one of my favorites was squirrels. Like, we would take a walk outside, and there would be, like, a squirrel, like, running down the street or whatever, and TC would be like, oh, it's a squirrel! And I'm like, yeah, it's a squirrel. He's like, we don't have those! And I'm like, oh. <laughs> don't they not have okay. gears either? I don't know. Yeah, we have deer everywhere in our neighborhood. Yeah. Every time we go out for a walk at night, we see deer in our neighborhood. And we always say hi to them. We're like, what's up, guys? And they just stare at us. Mm. I literally almost ran into one when I was still working with Spectrum. Literally, I walked around the corner, like, corner of my <laughs> truck, and there at the driver's side was just a deer just standing there. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just kind of backed up and went back around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Because I think people feed them around here, so they're not scared of people. I don't think people feed them. I think they're still scared of people. I feel like they'd still, like, they wouldn't nuzzle you. I think it's just that they have gotten used to the lawn. Well, they've gotten used to people lawns. walking around and not doing anything to them. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, we walk by them all the time, and they don't run away or anything. We can, you can get pretty close to them. They're still tick harboringers. Yeah. Tick harboring? Yeah. Oh, they carry ticks? Yeah. Huh. That's why they're called deer ticks. Oh. Well, makes sense. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a good name for like a podcast run by a deer. Deer ticks. Not bad, actually. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Or like a not not a clothing line. I don't know something something run by a deer. It'd be called Deer Ticks. Ticks by Deer Incorporated. <laughs> ticks by Deer. Uh. That's Fox News. Wow. <laughs> or start a Twitter trend of hacking of deer. Kaiwana says there are deer in New Zealand. Mm. Speaking of deer, deer are racist. <laughs> deer are racist. Okay. Deer runs. <laughs> deer runs head on into Black Lives Matter protest in New Jersey. Seriously injuring protesters. <laughs> wow. Let me see who's on the cop's side. <laughs> cops have deer now. Animal control deer. With, an with big antlers. <laughs> big crowd control antlers. A watch repair shop. Deer ticks. Yes! That is so good. Fenner's in the chat room. A watch repair shop deer ticks. There you go. Three people injured in one seriously while watch mar uh, marching in a Black Lives Matter protest in New Jersey on Friday when a deer bolted into the crowd of demonstrators, according to officials. The South Brunswick Police Department said on Twitter that the incident happening during Friday's March for Justice, which began at 5 p.m. at South Brunswick High School, Now I imagine, like, 
with how bad the cops have been at reporting shit, like you and the Buffalo one. Oh, someone tripped and fell at a protest. I just picture that it's like a cop with like a horse, like a deer's head thing, like you know, like the one you put on a wall. Yeah, and it, he just ran through the crowd. And he was holding it, like just holding it straight forward, and then just like running toward. <laughs> A deer ran in the crowd, injuring many today. <laughs> it somehow had two legs. <laughs> or four wheels. <laughs> it's just someone on like a, what's it called? A four-wheeler, but they have like the mounted head of the deer. On like the, on the front, front of the ATV. And it's just like a clouded, like yeah. clouded, like, with like shitty fabric. Like a terrible <laughs> fursuit. Like, like shitty, like Joanne fabric fur or whatever, like on the side of it. <laughs> and it's just a giant, like, chunk of, of deer. Of, <laughs> and it just vroom, drives forward. That's funny. I, don't, I never knew deer's room. Yeah. I never knew deer had exhaust pipes. <laughs> Because it was reported by the cops, and it's coming from Fox News, so I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> As demonstrators marched along the county ro- <laughs> country road 533, a deer ran from the high school property into the... See, it didn't run from the woods. It ran from the high school. I don't... You know, I know so, Beastars is about, you know, deer in high school, but... Yeah. Slash college. Uh, slash boarding. It's a boarding school. Boarding school, high school, I think. I haven't watched deer, uh, Beastars yet. It's, it's good. It's pretty good. So wait, you're saying foxes won't bite if you just feed them first. Does that mean if we feed Fox News, they'll stop being racist? Uh, they're, not, they're not real foxes. Oh, they're not real. Oh, okay. They're just trolls. <laughs> I don't know if I can call them trolls because that's giving them too much credibility. They live under bridges and rocks. <laughs> they're from a past century. <laughs> They hardly go out in the sun. <laughs> Trolls. <laughs> They're quick to arguments. <laughs> they tend to not like others of the, not of their kind. Yeah. <laughs> Trolls. <laughs> Need I add more? <laughs> nope. <laughs> they often want you to pay a toll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, that's actually true because to get into their neighborhood, yeah. their more expensive neighborhood, mm-hmm. <laughs> they often have riddles that go nowhere. <laughs> mm. The earth is flat, true or false? <laughs> Woman 69 was transported to the area hospital after receiving a serious head injury from the deer. You mean ATV dressed up like a deer? On Friday night, she's listed as intensive care, but she has improved on Saturday, according to the police. Two of the people who were injured, but the deer ran into the cloud, were treated at the scene. Officers working at the event provided medical aid and emergency medical services arrived. Oh, is that it? Yeah. All right, so deer are racist. You learned it here first, folks. <sighs> All right, shall we um, go on a break? Yeah, we should probably go on a break. It's almost an, it's almost perfectly an hour. Um, but before we can go on break, 
I am supposed to mention that this episode of Furcast is sponsored by TwinTailCreations.com. You can go to TwinTailCreations.com to check out all of the awesome stuff on their website. They sell adult toys, including silicone products that are high quality, durable, carefully made for reasonable prices. They're made in all kinds of pretty colors, and you can also ask for custom patterns. You can ask them to surprise you, which they will do. And they also have rainbow patterns. Yeah, they have rainbow patterns. They have Furcast colorations as well, apparently, if you want to persona in your dick that's also dante right there that's my favorite one personally because people were asking me what's your favorite one that one dante the one that's on screen anyway uh they ship discreetly their return labels just say ttc llc credit card transactions same deal they do ship internationally as well um they're also a part of our community so if you ever have questions a lot of times they're in our chat room and you can just ask and they'll be in there because they're degenerates just like you and i and um fans are encouraged to reach out be good footage. Me selling dicks <laughs> at MFF. Love to, love to see. How about, how about this? After the show, I will. We'll get that. <laughs> uh, I love to see that getting. footage. Yeah, I just have to convert it. I can get it though. <laughs> I have it on my machine. Um, love is poured into every mold. I was dual wielding. You were dual wielding dicks. Yeah. Uh, oh, so man. Revit let me borrow his camera that shoots in raw video format, mm-hmm. and so I had to get software to convert that. Um, but then it, like, the program that I got at the time crashed, and then I got a different program to do it, because I was playing around with DaVinci Resolve, which is awesome, by the way. Um, but I have a bunch of footage of Pharaoh being a dick salesman, so I'll, I'll decode that footage at some point. Cocksmithing. I have to grade it, too, because it's raw, but yeah. Um. There's a pee-pee peddler. (laughs) Pee-pee peddler. (laughs) (laughs) It hurts more when you say pee-pee instead of penis. <laughs> Use coupon codes Red Wolf or the coupon code Blue Fox to save 15% on Pied Piper but pee-pee peddler on silicone products at checkout. Pee-pee peddler. <laughs> My that's a pee-pee peddler. <laughs> What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> well, I'll start as a pee-pee peddler, and then I'm going to go to a cocksmithing cross. <laughs> then I'll become a master cocksmith. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Anyway. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to Furcast. Twin Tails peddles their pee-pees to people. <laughs> You're just going to keep making those up and they're going to keep getting worse. (laughs) I'm waiting. Do you have any others? No. Okay. Well, I'm sure you'll come up with some. Anyway, thank you for listening to Furcast Live on XBN. Uh, I'm about to jump into the Patreon shoutouts. These are updated. Um, so thank you to those of you who have joined. Uh, once again, because we've added people, if we didn't pronounce your name right, if something was wrong, uh, if we need to make a correction, just reach out. Uh, also, one time somebody emailed me, and then I forgot to make the correction because I made the correction like a week later, and I forgot to do it. And then they were like, you still said my name wrong. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, just always feel free to reach out. Don't. You're not going to bother us. Penis peddling prospectors. Penis peddling prospectors. What makes them prospectors, though? Are they like digging with the dicks? Okay, like... penis peddling profiteers. <laughs> penis engineer. 
No penis profiteers. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to... <laughs> You're welcome. Eat people, pee pee peddler, cock cobbler, <laughs> pee pee appraiser, villain broker. Okay. Phallus financer. Phallus financer. Okay, you guys listen to Furcast. We'll be back after a music break. You're listening to Furcast. Support for Furcast comes from Patreon users, including Shaman the Photon Wizard, Dexy Wexy, Fayon, Barker Jr., Energize the Wolf, Sweetie Darling, Barnaby Fox, Frost Blaze, Anu Fox, Omega Zai, Mullick the Generic Brown Wolf, Cypher the Heckmutt, X the Fox, Binary Paws, Zavarkin, Fireline Coyote, Trinity Werefox, Lord Headcheese, Soatoke, Biohazard, Code Yaks, Rain the Wolverine, Fox Triple Seven, Fiasco, Red Eye the Roadie Red Lion, Tukiri, Lieutenant Fox, Calypso Collie the Fluffy Trucker, Mellow Wolf, Rit the Otter, Doxy, Zoopy the Barcode Kitty, Arceus the Tiny Tiger, Horse Code Hooves Up, Alta Shep, Meru Snow Mew, D Otter, Ski Sharp, Nerd Hoof, Zenair the Mutt, Nether Lynx, Frost Bulgon, Jeb M16, Static the Scrap Goat, Taru the Yellow Nosed Doggo, Cronass, Jax the Husky, Fuzzy the Fox, No Name Horse, and Gaia Wellen. Additional support comes from social media Twitter users, Commander Wolf 3, Casro Fox, Drop Table Foxes, Perp, House Tier, Anti Blue Fox, Onyx Fox 23, BBQ Skunk, Rivik Wolf 4, John Crescent, Kaz the Dreg, Wolvern 4, Nate Blueberry 13, Bell Platagon, Jared Tamana, Ziv Fox, Cyrus SL, Crossy on Twitter at XSS Fox, The Other Commander Wolf on Twitter at Forwolf99, Brother Rat on Twitter at Ratus Spiritus, Zelig on Twitter at Stealthy Dragon, Trashcat Danny on Twitter at Trash Danny. Twelve on Twitter at The Lion Thing. Shua on Twitter at Pulsing Panther. Dakota Winter on Twitter at Dakota Wolf Twelve. Telegram user Sorcerer Dale. YouTube channel Joe G Bear. And the following websites: MacroWolf.com, Arihu.com, Hack13.me, Superdwarf with Anthrolinks.net. And Devin D. Partlet with FurryHockeyLeague.com. Additional support for Furcast comes from Shisha Sheppy, who's a good boy. For head bases and 3D printed goods, commission Tar Paw Studios at Alice Tar on Telegram. Silver Moonshine, maker of fluffy tails. Fisk Games, the new furry YouTuber on the block. At AlecGator300 on Twitter, creating pixel arts and being a filthy hybrid since 2012. Tantru with World and Rue View, providing fandom news since 2015. Honorius, who says, one more cheese joke and someone's getting bored. Spurigs, one of the only Ethiopian wolf degenerates in all of furry land. Bringing you bite-sized, detailed furry history on YouTube as Scar the Fur. Kilo the Protoyote, who says Jesse is the best kitty. Cody Big Cat, with Cody's Customs Auto and Truck Accessories, grand opening on July 1st in Vidalia, Georgia. Cypher.exe has crashed. Please relaunch with, oh wow, privileges enabled. 
Light and shadow the wolves. Keep furry possum. Patty, who says what Socks says is true. Socks, who says what Patty says is not true. A message from at Grundy the Goat. <clears throat> and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. Dunran, munching those pizzas and writing those tunes. For an invite to the unofficial Furcast Minecraft server, message at Sasha Hyena on Telegram. Shaktro, who says, Always keep your head up. Better days are to come, and you can get past whatever or whomever is keeping you down. KobeCats.com Take a bite out of art. We know you're hungry, so come get your paws and maws on a delicious piece of burger-priced art. Ryko's Furry Fortune Telling on Telegram at Obsidian Fox. Saucy Fox, who says, I'm trash. Raccoons, HMU. Checkers the Dragon. Chess is my safe word. Fishmeister Cod, still not a furry since February 2011. Knightly at snouts.online, who says, I want to see this community grow beyond meets and conventions. Permanent furry commune, when? Max Shepard, who has been watching since the bacon felony. Little underscore sunshine and Scootaloo with the unofficial XBN Xbox app at patreon.com slash horseapps. Furcast's number one wimpy fan, Tyler the Wesky. Shacky, the maid lord of Nordic Fuzzcon. Visit the maid cafe at Nordic Fuzzcon in Sweden. Chris Tail on FA, specializing in Tuni art. The Turchibisoir, worshiping Lynx since the year tuft. Skycorp, creating transformative technologies for mature audiences at skycorp.global. Discookie, creating procedural beatmaps for VR rhythm games. Kuranos, who says, Circles are quite friendly and nice actually. Tequin, TC Fox, and Kaiwana of the Infrasec Den in Wellington, New Zealand. Sylvan Scott, Grey Muzzle, Sorta Rider, and Tabletop Gamer on Fur Affinity as Sylvan with size related stories and other speculative fiction. Shadowclaw Studios, check out our Facebook page for links to our gaming streams. The Feline Support Alliance, in these times of social isolation, you should hug a cat. We don't bite. Much. Also, speak for yourself. I don't bite at all. I'm not into that. Chacket Airlines. We always land on our feet. Silver Gatomon at patreon.com slash silvergatomon. Cheetah Paws for a daily dose of bulgy arts. Support him at patreon.com slash cheetahpaws. And a very special, special thanks, thanks to Blaze Fusky and Decibel Fox. Support for Furcast comes through Patreon, PayPal, cash donations, and from listeners like you. To become a patron and learn more about supporting Furcast, visit furcast.fm support. This is XBN.
This is XBN. Your cell phone, your wallet, your time, your ideas, no barcode, no party, no ID, no beers, your bank card, your license, your thoughts, your fears, no SIM card, no disco, no photo, not here, your blood, your sweat, your passions, your regrets, your profits, your time off, your fashions, your sex, your pills, your grass, your tits, your ass, your laughs, your balls, we want, we want your soul. your society, yourself, your place, your distance, your space. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control again. Here, watch this. Shut up. You are free to do as we tell you. You are free to do as we tell you. Here's Britney, here's Cola, here's Pizza, here's TV, here's some rock, and some roller. Watch commercials, more commercials, watch Jerry, not Oprah. Buy a better life, from the comfort of your sofa. Here's popcorn, here's magazines, here's milkshake, here's blue jeans, here's padded bars, here's armpit wax, here's football shirts, here's baseball caps, here's live talk shows, here's video games, here's Cola Light, here's tin bowling, here's filter tips, here's college minutes, here's all night balls, here's plastic hips.
gays, no leftists, no loonies, no opinions, no way. No thinkers, no teachers, no facts, no freaks, no skaters, no tweakers, no truth, no fun. Here's popcorn, here's magazines, here's milkshake, here's blue jeans, here's padded bars, here's armpit tracks, here's football shirts, here's baseball caps. Here's very, 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 very long infomercials. This is Furcast on XBN. We got one more track before we come back from break, or maybe maybe one or two. But this is Roller Coaster by Dynamite MC. Played this on the latest episode of FNT, and it's some good breaks stuff. Hope you guys are doing good tonight. Join chat. Furcast.fm slash chat. In the meantime, we have a new chat client on our website, and we have an iOS app type with an Android update coming soon. Hope those work good for you guys. Roller coaster, yeah. Roller coaster, step on up to the roller coaster. It goes round and up and over. Yeah. Roller coaster, roller coaster. Midnight ride with a crazy chauffeur. Step on up to the roller coaster. Let's go. I'm ready for the ride. Scream if you wanna go faster inside. Flip when we get let's two walls collide. Ready for the switch when it becomes high. Yeah. I'm ready for the summit. Ready for the climb. Ready for the plummet. Too late to chase the race. Already won it. Too late to face the base. Already done it. Yeah. Not actually we defend the realm. Salute the MC. Hold tight the vinyl. Big at the CD. Shout to the mix. So all channels are free. I'm very excited. Floss like a candy bar. Stay delighted. I'm Hamlet ignited. Welcome to the carnival. Hope you like it. Roller coaster. Yeah. Roller coaster. Step on up to the roller coaster. It goes round and up and over. Yeah. Roller coaster. Roller coaster. Midnight ride with a crazy chauffeur. Step on up to the roller coaster. Let's go. Roller coaster. Yeah. Roller coaster. Step on up to the roller coaster. It goes round and up and over. of crazy animal people. This is XBN.
last time I take my leave and hasten to the heights that I have longed for, leaving my shadow still to be with you. Welcome back. So what do you got there? I don't know. I feel like you had some, some maybe show and tell going on. Oh, that was just the COVID ball I made. I've been giving away to people. The COVID ball. Ah, oh, God, it's freaky. What is this thing? It looks like... It looks like something you would struggle to throw up and then get end up having to get it removed in surgery. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> Not quite how COVID works, but okay. What is this, a mold? Yeah. Oh, so this is the mold. Yeah. I see. So you like pour it into here. And it... Why did you make COVID butt plugs? That's, that's a COVID stress ball. Oh, this is a COVID stress ball. Okay. Yeah. And, you, and you've been using it? And it's been working? It looks so gross. It looks really gross. I'm going to put it over there. I'm going to just put that over there and not touch that now. Yeah, like if you get like varying degrees, like if you made, like I was telling them, they should make a, like a mini dick bouncy ball. Okay. So if you like glued a bunch of mini dicks, like all knotted dicks, like around mm -hmm. a ball. I don't then... think it would bounce very well. Like not because the material isn't bouncy, but because the form factor, I feel like, would disturb I, the bounce. I don't know how it would bounce. Like the tips would like be bouncing. Well, see, but a lot of the energy would be absorbed in it bending, though. I feel like if it was a long thing, like that's why you don't ha find bouncy balls that are long tubes, because it just. But a long tube made of bouncy material would still bounce. Yeah, I mean, it would go onto the ground, but I don't think it would like bounce back up to the height it originally fell from. See, I would disagree because look at. These are little, like, cup things. Okay. So, like, the lower ends, like, it's just going to stick. Right. But okay. That's, like, that one bounces. All right. That was, like, only, like, a medium or uh, a soft. Okay. But as you get firmer and firmer, so. <laughs> okay. That one bounces a decent amount. This was, this was, like, almost all the way. Like, this is, like, incredibly this is like the firmest one you can't you don't get in a toy they don't make it like that okay it's not how it works else it'd be like literally shoving a pencil eraser up your ass let, let, let me feel this oh yeah that's really firm <laughs> yeah it literally feels like one of those pencil erasers you'd pick up where it's like really stiff rubber like you could probably start erasing shit with this except it's smooth and not like flaky mm -hmm. but like Okay, so that one bounces a lot. As it hits the SD controller, I would laugh. I just like took out the camera. I like, <laughs> yeah. And this is like the bounciest. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that's not round. <laughs> that has two flat ends and is kind of almost. Yeah, but I feel like if it was longer though, <laughs> I think it would still oh, bounce. I, I it'd be saying. really if, weird if, though. If you had like a dick, but but it wouldn't have. To, it couldn't have balls on it though. It would just have to be the dick part. 
I feel like you could bounce it around quite a bit. But it, the problem is, it bounces unpredictably, right? So like a bouncy ball, you can bounce down and it comes back up to you and you can catch it, right? And you can kind of walk around bouncing it. Whereas like that, like you're going to throw that and it's just going to go whoa, off into some other direction. Yeah, it's the magic of dicks. I, I you can't control a dick. It's going to bounce around. Okay. All right. Anyway, Maruski TF'd into a, into a deer, so into an inflatable deer. For everybody who's into that, there you go. <laughs> I know there's some people who are into that. Anyway. I'll call it twin bounce creations. Instead of twin tail creations, it's twin yeah. bounce. You just give this a little bounce on the table. You can see how bouncy it is. I see. It's very destructive, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, now imagine that in a big horse form. Yeah, like imagine like, like I love how it like bounce, it like stops itself from going in the direction it's going in. Like right here, like, oh yeah, that's that's gonna. I haven't made a bouncy tube yet. I mean, I could. I could just take a Pringles can. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> make could, a Gideon huh? dick that bounces. Oh, it bounces back toward you. If you bounce it at just the right angle, it like, oh no, that was the wrong way. Is it this way? No, I don't know. I saw my life flash before my eyes! <laughs> They're like, whoo! Like, I saw it coming towards my head. <laughs> Specifically, my face. <laughs> and my first. <laughs> like, I should have just, you know, taken that, but I also hid behind a thousand dollar microphone in hopes that the microphone would block it, but that's even worse. And I was like, I should have not hid behind the. Like that would have any control over the direction it was going, but still. Yeah, I agree. Bouncing dicks is fun. <laughs> I feel like you could. <clears throat> now, see, firm. I would buy it. Now, see, now, like, imagine just having, like, a big round end. So you take the horse dick. Okay. And you then take, like, a half of a ball and round the end. So you have to do, like, a double layer pour for it. So then it had, like, a bobble end. So it would be round on the bottom. To where, like, you know, you normally stick the balls to something. Okay, yeah. So then you could take it by the dick end and whip it at the ground. Okay. And I think I just made a new sport. <laughs> uh, I guess. Because the Mayans had that hip ball with the hoop. This would be like dong ball. <laughs> dong ball. It's going to show up at the Olympics. You can only grab it by the shaft. You can't grab it by the ball end. I get it. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're you're gripping it by the shaft end, and the, and the horse flare helps you hold it, or the, or the medial ring. That's mm -hmm. great. It gives you grip, right? So you got a horse dick grip on it, right? You've got horse, one hand. Horse one, dick grip. Horse dick grip, okay? you got one hand on the medial ring that holds it, and the other one's on the flare, so it's not going to slip out of your hand. And then you have to, like, chuck it as fast as you can. So, so that not like tennis, end, it has to bounce at least once, I feel. Yeah, but the uh, you chuck it so that the ball end is going forward. Well, it's going to be weighted on that end anyway, yeah. so it's going to automatically... So this is like a shock put, but with a horse stick. <laughs> yes. It's like a horse stick shock put, but but with the ball end. But it bounces. But it, but it bounces, and then, the, and then you measure how far it bounces and how far you throw a it. A tethered dung. Yeah, tethered dung. But the dung can also stop it from bouncing if you angle it wrong. So this is a challenge, right? Because it's not just how hard can you whip it. Mm -hmm. It's how hard can you whip it at the right angle mm -hmm. so that it bounces further. I, yeah, I could, yeah. But I think it'd be more fun to catch than a football, though, too. A, a, be like... It's a tether dong? <laughs> yes. Huh, yeah. Fenris. It could work. Yeah, I feel like it could work. I might have to make one. Yeah, it's like a test. 
And then, and then we're gonna have to see who's the best dong thrower. You could bounce in the street. All I can imagine is that, like going into the creek and then getting lost, <laughs> and someone just finding this like dong and ball, then, and then and not knowing what it is. Well, silicone doesn't like, degrade that much, right? But not recognizing the shape, and then thinking it's like a toy, and then using it for that, and then it turns into an actual sport. <laughs> when is Twin Tails making the plumbus? What if everything we send down our creek has like potential to like turn into something amazing? <laughs> If we just put stuff in our creek, somebody will find it. Well, all I can think of is, like, it getting lost in, like, future civilizations. Like, you know, like, we've discovered Mayan things. Yeah. Like, a thousand years in the future, someone just, like, oh, it's a, it's one of those ancient sport balls. And there's just a big horse dick attached to it. Yeah. Like, horses are, like, extinct, so they don't know. It's like a medieval, like... Oh, it's like a medieval. And, like, people, like, put the symbol everywhere, like, in their houses. <laughs> A very different version of the hammer throw. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I think I can make it. Winger tossing. I don't know. You could call it a flare toss. <laughs> flare ball? <laughs> flare ball. <laughs> mm. Okay. See, this is what would happen if I, like, lived in... Phoenix, I'd just be, like, crafting shit. Like, let's see if I combine this and this together. Just, like, combine random products that, for to furries, mean, like, really dirty things, but to normal people, they're like, wow, wow, that's a cool sport. Well, if I pour silicone into a Pringles can, I mean, then it's just basically a, uh, what, a Gideon dong. Yeah, it's just a Gideon dick at that point. Which I think would bounce. It probably would. Should ask Gideon. <laughs> The flare fling. <laughs> flare fling. I like flare ball. Or flare toss. I think I think I feel like flare toss is where it's at. I don't know. Anyway, you have an article. Bull still said he was gonna come at some point, but I don't know when he was here. Maybe he just meant that he was gonna ejaculate and that he wasn't actually gonna arrive here. I don't really know what he meant by coming, but... He was just coming when you... That yeah, he was him. just coming when he was messaging me, maybe, and he's not okay. actually, like, traveling here. So do you know if flushing your toilet can release COVID virus? COVID, uh, coronavirus? No? What? How? It creates a plume. Yeah, I don't want this music. I'm gonna... I'm gonna do... Creepy music. Yeah. We still have a demon voice. Um, want yeah, we do. I want Satan to read this because he has brought this upon us. Uh, is that still? Yes, it is. There we go. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, it's uh, well, I think it's not deep enough. There you go. Ready? How's, how's that? Yes, that, that that's more more Satan-y. More Satan-y. Yeah. Are you giving like a demon voice? Yeah, what? we're doing demon voice. At least we were trying to do demon voice, but he's going to read an article in demon voice. Okay. So. Hi, hi, Rio. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, how was coming? Huh? You're uh, late. How was coming? Yeah, I'm You I'm said you were coming, so I figured, I figured it must have felt good. Like, Bro, I said I would come at 930 and it's 940. Okay, I'm a little late. 
No, no, no. I just meant like Hub was coming. You said you were coming, and I was oh, like, oh, it was fantastic. I blew oh, okay. a massive load. It actually flew into the power socket, broke the breaker switch. So you got that's milked. why I'm late. You got milked. Yeah, yeah. Did you get uh, milked? I mean, I mean by myself. I don't know. Can cows really milk themselves? I don't know if it works that way. I feel like they could. If they were given the tools, they'd probably find a way. Given the tools. <laughs> I don't know. Like if a cow like had like a thing like suctioning underneath. So them. Actually, that is a thing. Um, most or a lot of facilities are automated where the cows are just trained to go into like an area, and then there's a robot that'll come out and milk them. Like yeah. the Tesla coil thing that like finds its hole. It, sort of. There's like a machine that comes out and like cleans them, and then yeah, slurps them up. Yep. I thought people still placed them on. I thought they still like nipple. Yeah, I don't think the machine automatically finds nipples. It it depends on how automated the facility is. I really don't know how it works. I've not looked into it. That's 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 the female cow milking side of things, and I'm not really on that side of things. You know. Yeah, you're just a male cow. You don't need it to be automated. You rather it's got nipples, you can milk it. So I mean. (laughs) Anyway. You're welcome. Twenty. Oh God. Flushing your toilet may release clouds of aerosol droplets containing bacterium, viruses, and coronavirus. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> My airy gasp sounds so weird in this filter. Yep. That may linger in the bathroom air on its surfaces, it's waiting so for another person to inhale and otherwise come in contact. With the plume of toilet water. The pitch shifter introduces delay in your headphones, but if you take one off, it's way easier to talk with the delay. Just so you know. I know. If you need to. Turbulence caused by flushing a toilet can spread bacterium, virus, and SARS-CoV-2. You're welcome. I mean, I feel like that's one of those things that's... It's pretty well known that that's how bacteria spreads but it's important that people know it in this time. Yeah. <laughs> that we're involved in. Yeah. And that there's demons being a part of it. Oh, if I do my low voice, it sounds even lower. I love it. I was like, oh, yeah. I just... <laughs> I'm more just surprised that uh, we, we've invaded... We've been invaded in our anuses by COVID. That it was demon territory, you know. Yeah. I thought we were safe down here in the place where the sun doesn't shine, you know. But it turns out, no, no, COVID. COVID butt plug. Yeah. That Pharaoh guy, he fucked it up. Oh, God, that's so disgusting. I know you're talking about it because I had it tuned on, but I just... And I've seen it. I've already seen it. That's not a COVID butt plug. What is it, then? It's a stress ball. It's a mold. I feel like you're just calling it that. Well, everything turns into something. Oh my god. Is that what you were bouncing earlier? Just like, you know... What was it? The erection pill. Wasn't originally for erections. Yeah, it was uh, blood pressure, I think. Yeah. I think it was for blood pressure, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Things evolve. So you make one thing, and you know, sometimes it leads to another. You're a genius, Pharaoh, I gotta say. You're really spitting the facts, things that nobody knew. You know, when things happen, a lot of times, things happen as a result. It's kind of crazy. Absolutely insane. Revolutionary. 
You're giving me a stare. <laughs> Go pasteurize your milk. Pasteurize it? Demon milk? The demon milk? <laughs> it's red. And so that's hot. just blood. Tastes like Tabasco. Oh my god. Just imagine like milking something and it was red. I'm, I'm like trying to... Oh. Oh, that's gross. It's so gross. I Welcome to Demon Cows. The Demon Cows. All yeah. it produces is Tabasco. You know how, you know how brown cows or chocolate cows, I feel like the red cows are the demon cows and they, it's hot sauce, yeah. The demon cows milk red and bleed white. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of cum in their veins. Yeah. Was, mm. All that, uh, all that gay femboy All semen. that gay demon sex. Yeah. I'm gonna get it from the Hooters liberals. had an announcement. Was it femboy Hooters? Did that happen? I know they tweeted, they were like, we have an announcement. And everyone was like, oh, Femboy Hooters! Yeah, the liberals got to him. God damn. Good for us, though. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, the reverb is still on. That's cool. It's like we're in a big old echoey old room. I mean, we can, we can do that. Like, I feel like we're just in a shower right now. Yeah. Oh, I forgot last time we did this, you did play shower noises. And then it was like, oh, we're all in the shower together. Cute fur cast shower. Yeah. Anyway, um, article. That's basically it. <laughs> that was it? I mean, when you fart and you poop now, you can spread COVID. Oh. Well then. So you don't have to cough, you can still fart it. <laughs> you, you can fart COVID out. Twenty twenty. I can't ever anytime I think about the fact that other people use public toilets, like I try not to think about it that someone else's ass touched that. No, it's so stupid. But I hate when you go to sit down, you got the ghost cheeks going on, you're like, oh, someone was just like recently we about here. This. I know. Wait, just now? No, last show. Oh really? I wasn't. No, it was the show before here. that. We've talked about a bidet that has a heater. And you were saying, see, the thing is, I they were saying that they liked the heated seats, and I've said no. Oh I've, right, because I was like, that's disgusting. That's ghost. Cheeks. Well, see, the thing is, like, I because the thing is, I've sat on a on a heated bidet, and it, it did not feel like ghost cheeks because it was like you could feel that it was a heater and it was consistent. The problem with ghost cheeks is like there's a little bit of that like like moisture, and it's not quite it's, consistent. Like some parts. I don't are think cold. so. I think it's just I think it's just the fact that it's warm. I don't. I, I've I've gotten to it that it has not been a moist seat. Yeah, if I go to a toilet and, and it, it is it, not. Cold. I want it to be ice fucking cold when I, I go I just, to sit on that thing. I remember one time because that means that it's been at least an hour since it's, anyone yeah, has. It's been a hot minute. I was. I was. I remember we talked about a lube dispenser, and I was talking about how one of my boyfriends and I wanted to get a, a heated lube dispenser. And Faye and CJ at the time were on the show, and they said, "No, absolutely not." And I was like, "Why not?" And they said, "Because that ruins the experience." And like, what do you mean it ruins the experience? Cold. And they said, no, part of having sex is cold lube, man. You got you to gotta deal with the lube being cold, and then you got to warm it up. Like, that's, and if it's just heated for you, then that's not a true... It's like been pre-used lube. Yep. Some people are into that. It's ready, prepared, held hot. Yep. I could kind of understand heated lube, but... It feels like it's like someone's already used it then. I don't think so. And you're just like reusing I think, it. I think he, you, you, heat is must be a very simple feeling for you. I wonder if there's a market for used lube. Like Gamer Girl Bathwater, but Mersuit used lube. Okay, wait. Gamer Girl Bathwater is a thing? Hold on. Did you not know about that? No, I did not know about this. Oh, my okay. God. I mean, I understand. That it. was like last year's, I if know, not two that was years so ago. so long thing. ago. It's, that's not, that's not okay, new. Okay, listen. I know there's trends where like, you know, 
people will buy. That's what like, started used... Gamergate. Yeah, there was this girl who like t- like did That's live what streams. Gamergate? I thought it was gaming, multiple things. Gaming journalism. It was this girl who did live streams from her bathtub. I think she was playing games in it, and then she sold the bath water for like thirty dollars for like a quarter cup of the shit. Huh. And it sold to the Sims. Yeah, I believe. I believe that. And I then know. people started drinking it. I know, and then they got sick, and then there were no, like, news the articles that were like, "Don't drink the gamer girl bathwater." Just like the petition to drink the forbidden water that was the in the forbidden tomb. soup, the forbidden soup in the t- in the ancient tomb. There's an ancient tomb that had not been opened up, but like water seeped in, and it like took the mummy and made it into like a chunky soup. Oh, <laughs> like they opened it up, and it was like fermentedly it, sealed, yeah, like a was, jar, like. It was like a skeleton inside of like a gross liquid, and people petitioned to the to forbidden soup. <laughs> yeah, to be able to drink the forbidden soup, you would gain superpowers like mummy powers, <laughs> like death. I don't want <laughs> gain powers like death. You mean just straight up dying because the chick killed you? Yeah, mummy powers. <laughs> Nirok says, "I heat my lube and dildos." Thanks, Nirok. Microwavables. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a fucking let, hot pocket. Let, <laughs> let stand one minute, then turn over and stir. I don't know. I like the idea of it being like a hot pocket. You like cut it open or some like shit. Like one part of the micro- dick is hot and one part's cold. You know like, how fast you'd get sued if you had microwavable lube? Because there are way too many. You have to be cautioned. It says it's hot. Yeah. You would literally have to have a warning label on it. <laughs> because someone would be dumb enough to pour scalding boiling lube into one of their orifices. Yeah. Honestly, drink it. I could see people drinking it. Not you because I think it's a Americans. good idea. Why would they drink it if, if just because you it's You overestimate For people don't drink my it generation of people. Yeah, they were sticking They pennies. literally ate Tide Pods. It, ate them. Just just straight up ate and them. And they were sticking pennies and holding them onto right. electrical not, chargers to about, electrocute themselves. I'm not talking about the dumb people who do TikTok challenges. <laughs> okay, I'm this would about, be the new TikTok challenge is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that for the average person that does not currently drink a cold lube, like a cinnamon why challenge, would they drink... But like a J-Lube challenge? <laughs> what if it was like flavored? If it was like a nice like strawberry no, banana? Like, yeah, Most ju- lube is non-toxic. I know. Which is why I'm saying it would draw them in even more. Yeah, but they don't taste the good. Flavor I feel ones. like it wouldn't. I feel like being non-toxic isn't much of a challenge. Well, cinnamon's non-toxic, but if you eat a spoonful of it, what would it feel like to have lube in your mouth? Just like, like you want to, you could go ahead, go ahead, try to eat like, it. Like I just, I'm just sure we can have nine one one on call, and you can just have a spoonful of J lube. Ugh. That sounds so Just gross. powdered form. Just spoonful of J-Lube. Oh, there you so go. it just turns into lube in your mouth? There you go. So then all your spit is dry. Like, everything in your mouth is you dry except lube. for lube. Oh. <laughs> I, I, think that's, I think that's amazing. I think it could be the next cinnamon challenge. We really got to make a TikTok account and get this shit going. Mm. What? It's just everything we talked about. No, Pharaoh. Pharaoh's grunting. Pharaoh, you ha- suggested it. Have fun going to the you- ER. To have it just. Oh, I'm not saying we would ever do it. I'm saying like we gotta we gotta make a TikTok. Bull is ready to do it. I Literally, what- he is sitting over there. He is contemplating it, and I think right now he's probably gonna go downstairs and just take a spoonful of J Lube. I'm literally not. We have J Lube downstairs. I'm not. The, um, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> we have J Lube downstairs. I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, website change. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the end yeah. of that article. 
No, it's just one for the one to read that you can fart a COVID. Hold on, there's a new I have a password option? Uh, yeah, just don't check click it. Oh, got it. I'm assuming it's only for like specific people. I clicked uh, it by if, accident. Yeah, if you've registered your name. Oh, I'm going to do that. No, you don't have to. You have to like type commands and shit. Oh, okay, never yeah. mind. No, it's no, no, old no. IRC stuff. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So another, another thing is from, you know, Nico saying that it can't get worse. A huge cloud of dust from the Sierra Desert hit the U.S. next week. Huge cloud of dust? What? A dust storm so big. <laughs> this blowing sand <laughs> from the Sierra Desert in Africa. Why? How did it get here? To the United States. I'm confused. 2020. That's how it got here. Heads up, Texas, a giant cloud of dust from the Sierra Desert has it westward across the Atlantic Ocean and could reach the U.S. by next week. Heads up, Texas. I wrote this article, do you, like, do you know that, like, Texas is not the first state? Well, it depends on how, what your angle is in the Gulf of Mexico. You're either going to hit Florida or you're going to hit Texas. I know, like, the trade winds, like, they go this way, I believe. Yeah. But I feel like... Texas would not be the first hit. Like, it's still, like, there's Florida before Texas, and there's also, like, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi, to, like, just get into Texas. <laughs> it's very specific. You have, to, you have to avoid Florida, one. Puerto Rico. <laughs> and Puerto, yeah. And the Caribbean. Or you could, you could sprinkle it there, too. And, like, how diverse is this dust cloud? Like, is this, like, a chunk is of, the, like, perfect, like... you? One, one of the pyramids is coming over, yeah. Oh, the pier- okay. <laughs> just flying through, like... I the mean, fact you, that you called it a sprinkling, like, it's a sandstorm, like, it's just sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, there's sandstorm. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just, um... Can you, can, de- do, you have, do, you have, glass. do you have sandstorm? I mean... Oh, I mean, do I? Hold on, <laughs> I should. no, 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 no. Oh, I have a remix of Sandstorm. Dude, do 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 Yeah, I have a remix of Sandstorm. Oh, just a remix? I, well, the, I, I have the real one, too. I want the, just the real one. It's, you, you want the real one? Yeah, because okay. it's coming over and hit the U.S. Okay. Wait, Paradox, what song is this? Um, ha! Get the... Do you get the reference? That's a funny I internet reference! It! You get it? Oh! So funny! Whoa! Man, Funniest joke ever! When did Sandstorm come out? Oh, my God. A long time ago. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah. There was actually an interview with Darude about it. It was pretty cool. He's a neat guy. He's still, he's still DJs and everything. There's a picture of it, the sandstorm that's coming over. I think just one of the pyramids is like, nope. A National Organic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, satellite, captured a stunning image of uh, a huge plume of dust blowing over the western coast of Africa on July se- uh, June 7th. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting <laughs> as, the, as the music builds up. The National Weather Service in Houston has forecasted a large cloud of Sierra ha- Sierra and dust will continue to migrate across the Atlantic. I love that it'll migrate. Like, yeah. It's like, hop, the natural migration of the sands. People are like out there with binoculars watching it. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Reaching the Caribbean and Gulf of Mexico, then moving into the southwest, southeast. I think someone just pissed off a mummy and just took it to Texas, and now it's like return I was gonna the say, slab. Someone drank the soup. <laughs> someone drank the soup. 
<laughs> Sous vide. There's a picture of it. You should pull up the picture. And it's moving south, and it should hit the U.S. by Tuesday, June 23rd. Yep, four days. Three days. <laughs> we have three days left. <laughs> where Where is this? Uh, oh, here it is, Dust Storm. There it is. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a lot <laughs> of sand. <laughs> Jeez. <Just> sprinkling. <laughs> Just half of the sand oh, moving shit. across the U.S. Yeah. Here we go. Let's see. I'm trying to pull up the tweet. Here we go. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a lot of sand. Specifically for Texas, though. Well, uh, it's a lot of crunchy air. <sighs> just imagine, like, opening your mouth, closing it, and just crunch. A thickness is coming out of Africa. Taste the sand. Taste the sand. Does sand have a flavor? Yeah, rock. It tastes like glass, actually, I heard. See, what I want to know is who's the brave soul that decided to eat glass and compare the two? They were like, this probably tastes like glass, considering they're they're pretty similarly made up, right? You know, I don't, I don't know same. what you're talking about. Glass is totally different than sand. What do you, what do you mean? I've never been cut by sand. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of miraculous that glass and sand taste the same. I mean, it's not like... I think it tastes more like rock. You think it tastes more like rock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. A light dusting of rock. Yeah. If you're, over in the if you're over in the U.S. corner of the world next week, you can expect to see some hazy skies during the day, along with some stunning sunrises and sunsets over the twilight hours. Uh, if the dust reaches the area where you expect some red skies in the sunrise, uh, blood-red skies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the morning, just weather. so you know. <laughs> weather update. Days and probably drier weather as well. Weather update. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just so you know, you're going to wake up in the morning, and the walk skies outside, are going to be red, red <laughs> air's going to be crunchy, and it's sand. I just thought casually, you know, the skies are just going to be blood red. Don't worry Don't about worry. it. Don't worry. It's just <laughs> sand. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. The colossal stream of desert dust is traveling along the Sierra air layer, a layer of baking hot dry air in the atmosphere that travels around 10 to 25 meters per second. 33 to 82 feet above the cooler surface of air of the Atlantic Ocean, the Saharan air layer usually ramps up about mid-June, peak over the course of summer, and pumps out a burst of activity over the tropic north in five days. We've had a few outbreaks, but this one is actually very significant in the largest size we've ever seen reaching the West. Jason Duran, another meteorologist from the University of Miami, research scientist of NOAA, told Palm Beach Post, this one lifted a lot of dust off the Sierra. The Syrian layer tends to suppress hurricane activity, which is welcoming news, considering we have recently entered an especially rocky hurricane season. So we, we've sacrificed hurricanes for a dust storm. For a dust storm, blood red skies. <laughs> hmm. Oddly enough, the Syrian dust can also spark tons of toxic algae blooms <laughs> across North America. <laughs> Oh, great! 
<laughs> Killing widespread fish populations. <laughs> it's so oh, bad. 2020. Everything, everything's just... so bad that I feel like we can't do anything but laugh. At least at shit that like like this that we just cannot control. It's like, it's, like, it's going to get worse. It's like, oh, it's going to get worse. <laughs> Research by NASA in 2001 found that Sierra dust clouds can sprinkle water up the west coast of Florida with iron, which kicked off the blooms of toxic red algae. Along the water is outlier turning red color. So, blood red skies. Blood red blood water. Blood red water. <laughs> dust in the air. <laughs> Not saying apocalypse, but, you know, I... <laughs> water is red with blood. It's just algae blooms, but, you know... Yeah. Semantics. The water's yeah. red. There's dead fish everywhere. The sky is red as well. <laughs> Jeez. The uh, toxic algae blooms <laughs> absorb all oxygen in the water, killing large numbers of fish, shellfish, marine animals, birds, and it can even cause skin and respiratory problems in humans. Wait, respiratory problems? <laughs> it, li- it just... <laughs> <sighs> Something just wants to suffocate. I love this year. This year is so great. (laughs) What would you say? Just, you know, you can't... I feel like I'm going to remember this year in so much vivid detail. Do you remember 2020 and how shitty it was? Yeah, we're going to be like 60, 70, like in nursing homes and dying and being like, oh my God. You think we're going to live to 60 and 70? I think we could. You think we wouldn't? Yeah, if we can make it through 2020... Nothing is gonna. No, come on. But yeah, it's like yeah. it's like we're all like hanging out and we're all old and in our rocking chairs and shit, and we're like, remember fucking 2020? <laughs> Bro, that shit was not, awful. not the fact that you know China and India are fighting over the Himalayans and might cause a nuclear war. Wait, like they are. <laughs> so we might have nuclear active radioactive. Oh yeah, my that, god, Himalayan mountains. That'll happen this year though, so that way we can. Yeah, yeah. You, you, don't to, you don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry. We'll tied to the year. It's like it's like the 13th floor in elevators. We just get rid of it. We're just like <laughs> that didn't happen. Nothing happened there. There was nothing. What 2020? I don't know. Oh, do you know that all the dams broke in Michigan recently? No. What? <laughs> Fair, I, you could say literally anything and I'd believe it at this no, point. No, we have a news article about it. Oh I, my I, god! I didn't even know about it because it's like... <laughs> I think there's just too much news. Remember back in like like February, we were like like February and March when this all started, we were like, oh, there's not much news to talk about. Like we're all inside and in quarantine and now it's like, the world's falling apart. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Read read about the dams that broke. (laughs) I have water music for that one. (laughs) God damn it! You're on a Mario sixty four kick. So did you look at the article, like the roundup, like list? No, not not the roundup, but the it's um, the bottom of the page. The the reason why we have all this news. Because Nico said 2020 can't get any worse, so we have a whole section on our document that we're just gonna keep adding to. (gasps) Yes, I love it. (laughs) <laughs> so... Do you want to read so Michigan is flooding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, why don't you read about Michigan flooding? All right, let's talk about Michigan flooding. So Michigan's underwater now, guys. It's Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, it's Atlantis. I mean... <laughs> All right. If, if, we, if we lose Detroit, will anyone really be that sad? 
Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I got you. <laughs> Before and after. See destruction of Michigan flooding in satellite images. Alright. Detroit. Satellite images. Taken from space nearly a year apart from each other, show just how devastating the flood damage is in Midland County. The record flooding this week destroyed homes, cars, roads, bridges, and other property, damaged the sewer system, and forced 10,000 people to evacuate the area along the river, leaving many homeless and without electricity. And COVID. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's really, that's really, really bad. Yeah. The natural color images from Landsat 8, uh, Landsat 8, an American Earth observation satellite, depict the two mid-Michigan dams, Edenville and Sanford, that failed, and the Titabawasi River. The Titabawasi River hit a historic high Wednesday morning, rising above its previous record in 1986 and reaching 34.6 feet. Major flood stage is 28 feet. A number of homes in Midland were damaged, but no injuries or fatalities were reported. A spokeswoman for Midland said Friday that residents were cleared to return home if they can safely do so. The dams are both owned by Boyce Hydropower. And then it shows the, uh, the actual images themselves at that point in the article. Yeah. News reports say that at one point, nearly 374,000 gallons, about half the volume of an Olympic-sized swimming pool, per second were rushing through the Edenville Dam. At the same time, the dam breach drained Wixom Lake, the reservoir. Wixom Lake looked like a giant beach with a small river running through it. It's unclear whether the Sanford Dam also breached, but it also failed to hold floodwaters back. Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who visited and flew over the area Wednesday, acknowledged that Michiganders... Is that actually how they call it? Michiganders? Michiganders? We're Buffalonians. I know, but that makes more. But Mich where did Floridians. the D come? Michiganders? It just sounds wrong. Whatever. They're living through tough times. Michigan? Michigandigers? <laughs> Michiganders? I think Michiganders sounds easier. Need to remain vigilant and helpful, especially during the upcoming Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I didn't even know this happened. It wasn't on any like of the major news sources or anything in this area. I saw a little bit of it on Twitter, but yeah. If you know someone who has been impacted, please reach out, she said, referring especially to the mid-Michigan residents whose lives had been turned upside down. This is truly a crisis in the middle of a crisis. Crisis, crisis. Crisis squared. Crisis, crisis, crisis. Double crisis. President Donald Trump signed an emergency declaration Thursday Cheeto authorizing... Cheeto doesn't matter. Don't yeah, I don't yeah. care about the Cheeto. He was like, oh, it's just an emergency. I don't want to talk about Basically, fiery Cheeto. <laughs> it's like, he just sees this video and is like, yep, yeah, it's an emergency. Look at look at the picture at the bottom of this. It's a house and like a stop sign that's like just barely peeking up above the water. Is it the but her emails one? No, no, no. It's at the bottom of this article. If you scroll down, uh, at the complete bottom, there's a picture, and the stop sign is just barely above the water. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like stop. <laughs> that, that is literally. That is literally the same thing as but her emails. Um. Not, the, not about her email's face mask. Thanks, Google. <laughs> this one. <laughs> this is a, a meme, a classic. <laughs> I love that. But her emails. But her emails. So, yeah.
I didn't even know Michigan was flooding, like, until, like, there was, like, natural disaster. No, like, I didn't know, because there, there was so was, much shit happening. No, I just want to tell you that there was literally, like, a YouTube video of compilation stuff of, like, major dam failures across the U.S. And I was like, oh, I clicked it, and, like, the third one in was like, oh, yeah, May 18th, 2020, all of Michigan, like, this county has been flooded. I was like... <laughs> That's 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 last month. But that was ten thousand people it said. That that's like ugh, that's highly residential. That's bad. That's bad. 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 Everything's bad. I mean, I've never understood why people build houses right next to rivers anymore. It's not like we're going down there and scooping water like, out. We didn't of it choose to build this house over a creek, but it's still it's not it's a creek. Yeah. It's actually not even a creek. It's, it's a, a brook. Yeah, it's a brook, and also the house has been here for a hundred years, so I think we're okay. <laughs> so it's a brook. Yeah. The capacity of it to go crazy is very limited. Mm -hmm. If not, it's limited by like a trickle of water until it rains or pours, and then oh wow, we have the creek gets pretty high, but like it got what three feet high. Yeah. Oh, it's like a like a storm drain. <laughs> yeah, but that's not gonna like damage you. Guys. Or I'm just saying the people that build like next to a giant river. <laughs> Let's build our house on the edge of this. Yeah, like because people, this will this will future proof our home and, and enjoyable living for many centuries. Yeah, yeah, like the people who are building on like the cliffs of the Casanova Creek, that kind of stuff. It's like, why? Why are you there? Yeah, it, it's eroding. Your backyard is literally Actually, falling. I kind of went through that with uh, my mother and one of her friends, uh, or one of my mom's friends, owned a house that was condemned because of that. And that was a nightmare. We had to help her move as many years ago. But yeah, it was like, it was really devastating. But people are still built, like, see, people are still building new houses, like, in those areas. In those, like, yeah. Like, well, I think what it is is, like, if you do it right, you can do it in a way that it's more safe. I think nature has proved that wrong. Well, no, I, I mean that. It <laughs> doesn't matter how right you do it. I just mean that, like. All it takes is water to go, huh, no. <laughs> And the house is gone. Well, are you talking about what are you talking about? Are you talking about flooding or erosion? Both. Kind of go like one kind of follows the other. <laughs> right. Like, but I just mean that like you can knowing the history of a place, you can do corrective or correct predictive analysis on that and build a foundation that can withstand, for instance, a flood up to that point or it eroding. I'm away just saying, with or you could there. just not build there, a house next to a creek, but especially or a river, especially <laughs> and 50 then you or 100 to... years ago, that kind of science either wasn't around or they were trying to build so many houses that they didn't care. And so there were a lot of houses built where the foundation was not built to be in that situation. Yes, but if the ground underneath the house, so you can build your most stablest house. Right, but you can dig really deep. Like, and so like, can water. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you can have... I'm, there are ways to build a house on a mountain cliff. You can do it. I would rather build on a mountain cliff. I think you'd be a lot safer. That's what I'm talking about, Don. A cliff above a creek. You can do that. See, now, I want to build a cliff above a creek. Like... Maybe, like, Grand Canyon level, like, because, like, the water is never going to get that high. Right, but, but even like, if the water does, you can build the foundation in a way where it won't erode that badly. If it's done right, a lot of times badly. it is not. See, that that's the thing, though, is the key point is that badly, but it will eventually erode. Yeah, in, like, a hundred years. That's, that's still, like, I don't know. It's You have Mayan temples that have been there for, like, a thousand years, and then we are building houses next to creeks that are dying with, like, in 50 years. The Mayans built a lot of things that are not around anymore. That's true. Yes, I, I get that. Yeah, and we have many buildings that we've built that will probably last a long time. 
But I'm just saying that I don't understand building on the side of a creek. I personally am not about to throw my money into that either, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it can be done. And well, anything can be done. I, I mean, I can make a bus, but will it last? Right, but, like, along— I can turn my— Along the edge of it going down. Into, like, a Mad Max-style vehicle, yeah, and I'm I can not, sit I'm on not, the roof and play a guitar. Yeah, I'm not, God, I'm not Paradox, gonna, paradox. Fireline Coyote in chat says, Near here, there's a community where if you stand on the roof of the houses, you're at the same level as the flood wall of the levee. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty pretty common. Like, there's a lot of cities that are underwater. I don't like that at all. Well, they're not underwater yet. Yeah, it's like, it's like they're, well, they're, 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 they're below sea level, though. You know. The soil is so unstable and the groundwater is so close to the surface. If you did build on stilts, it would just sink in the ground. Oh, he's talking about someone talking about stilt houses. Yep. We're quite above sea level. That's why uh, water boils really early here. It boils at like 98 degrees Celsius, I think. Wait, I had no clue that's how that worked. Yep. Um, less, well, water, less air pressure, but depending on the conditions of the water, and it'll also freeze at slightly off of zero Celsius as well. It'll it freezes slightly af later or slightly below, I think. Yeah. So like you can have like negative one or negative two, and you'll still have. Keep in mind too that um, around those temperatures is the state change temperature. Mm -hmm. So it takes actually more energy than just being below or above freezing or below or above boiling. But yeah. Mm -hmm. There are underwater hotels. Okay, but see, that, that that brings my point, though. You can purposely build something that is underwater or purposely build something that is meant to deal with that, and it will survive. The problem with a lot of buildings and houses that get fucked up is because they build them cheaply or they just put them on shitty little stilts or whatever, or they just build them and think, nah, it'll never flood, and they don't pay attention, and then it see, happens. But you say survive, but there's upkeep and maintenance on that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I mean. You, you have to keep it. But, like, you can literally go to a hotel that's under the ocean and it's like obviously it yeah, was built yeah, but, for that yeah but if you left that alone for probably even two years or three years there would no longer be a hotel under the ocean there would be a hotel for fishes in the ocean <laughs> i don't know if it's two years but it depends on how it's built but yeah is that pressure thing why like if you get water to a certain temperature it'll be liquid and if you like smack the bottle it'll become ice that has to do with the minerals in it i think um I forget what does that. It has I've never understood. No, it's that. a catalyst. And, like ice needs ice to form. Like you need a point, a point to freeze. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure. And then as it, you, like, if you watch the ocean floor and everything like that, ice travels down. So it freezes as it keeps going. So it grows. Mm -hmm. When you have a super suspended solution, nu nucleation point. That's called. You pretty much are past the point of freezing. So you have like almost superseded that point. Mm -hmm. But since nothing has formed. Because if you have agitation, so if you constantly shake something and have it in like below temperatures, there's no chance for it to like freeze or anything like that. If there's minerals in it, it helps. Okay. As well. That makes sense then. Yeah. So you need it at a certain point, and then when you hit it with a hard, it literally causes a quick catalyst. Okay. Yeah. There's all that, kinds of videos explaining it online. Yeah. Science. Science is cool. Yeah. Science rules. Yeah, like, uh, for instance, in my tea kettle, it'll go to just uh, just above 100C, but it will never actually get there because even if you set it, even if the heater gets hotter than 100C, the water will never get above that because it just it just starts just boiling. Yeah. And by the time it hits, like, 98 Celsius or so, it's boiling already, and then it'll keep working and working and working, but the water, it's in a state change, yeah. so the water won't get any hotter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's neat stuff. 
But yeah, we're, I think we are like 600 feet above sea level, I want to say. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Tuesday we did look forward to blood red skies. Yep, yep, right about 600. Yep, 600, and then... Which is uh, 182 meters, by the way. I believe Colorado is the highest, highest point. That's where a lot of people go to train, because you actually increase your blood cell, ready blood count. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, elevation of Colorado? Uh, 6,800. As right. the mean of Colorado as a whole. Yeah, because it's pretty mountainy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, when I was a little kid, my father got altitude sickness when we were in Colorado. Um, and uh, Nirok lives in Colorado, by the way. Hi, Nirok. You're a good boy. He has more red blood cells than us. Well, he's he's also a red wolf. Well, he's, he's, also... not, he's not a red wolf. He's a black wolf that with red highlights, but yeah. He's, a lot, he, he's much higher above us. Yeah. He's up a very big hill. And ten times higher than you guys. Um, I always love when you get like ten times top. I always love when you um get stuff to like cook from the store and it'll have like baking directions and then it'll have like high altitude baking directions. Wait, really? Yeah, yes. that's a thing. I've never seen yep, that. Yep, you have to cook food differently. The you pizza don't that we live get. in a high altitude. No, no, it, a lot of packaged food will do that. It'll have high altitude directions. I don't buy a lot of packaged food. Like, stuff like you prepare in, like, the microwave or the stove, stuff like that. Infrasec den is higher than your place. We're at 215 meters. Oh. Oh, yeah, you guys are, like, way way up a hill in New Zealand, I remember. Your house is pretty high up. So along with the, you know, cicadas, too, um, we're going to have more plagues of insects. Oh, what's coming next, Pharaoh? Um, Ticks. Oh, I don't like that. What Mario 64 music are you grabbing for this one? This is it's all Nico's fault, because you just said 2020 can't get any worse. I fucking knew it. Because <laughs> there's the bugs in it. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be a brutal tick season, experts warn. And officials aren't doing enough. What What can officials do? <laughs> What can just ban the ticks? Be like, no ticks. Illegal. Illegal. Wow. We got rid of them, guys. You're a tick illegal. Good. Kill all ticks you see. I just love the fact that this is 2020. This is it. 2020. Thanks, this, Nico. This is it. Wait, why are you thinking, Nico? Because Nico said 2020 can't get oh, any worse. Oh, right. Yeah, he did do that. That yeah, was he, his fault. Yeah, it was his fault. Yeah. There's another one in there, too. Do you see the first one? I actually don't mind that. I love their pizza though. You ew! What? No, 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 no. I'm gonna order their pizza next show, bro. You like Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Yes. Oh, I hated it. For me, I was just upset that Chuck E. Cheese bought Discovery Zone. For me, the only reason I would ever eat so a you're Chuck too e. young Cheese... to know Discovery Zone. You're right. I, I I am. I know. So what is it? It's Discovery Zone. That thank you. That really explains that you, you really discovered. elaborated. You've explained so much to me. I understand now. What what is it? It's like Chuck E. Cheese, but with less <laughs> less fun. No, more fun. Just less safety precautions. <laughs> okay, elaborate. What do you mean? That that's it. What what was it like? Rock climbing and stuff like that. There I, I, my, see, my experience with Chuck E. Cheese is when I went there for my nephew's birthday party once, mm-hmm. and all I remember is, you know those little um, straw dispensers where you, like, press the lever and the straw comes out? Yeah. Okay, well, it, the straw comes out, right? Yeah. But it's not in a wrapper. Yeah. 
And the handle, which was like this um, plastic handle, was just covered in pizza grease from people's hands. And I was just like, oh. And that's that's like the main thing that I remember about Chuck E. Cheese, (laughs) is just like touching a greasy dispenser with no wrapper on it. I want to make an adult Chuck E. Cheese, but then it would just be like an obstacle course. So Dave and Buster's? No, that's video games. That. That's that's adult Chuck E. Cheese. You want you want like the tubes that you have to explore I want, like, with a ball giant, pit, giant yeah. ball pit, and like huge adult sized tubes. Where you can get like lost in them. <laughs> yes. And then if honestly, you, if, if you go down the wrong tube, then like you there, you have to like pay taxes or something. If like, you what, made, how, how do you make this adult? If you made an adult play zone and just called it like no shame or something like that, <laughs> no, <laughs> no shame. <laughs> that like so everyone, honestly, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a Kickstarter. We're gonna start opening the first no shame in Buffalo. No uh, shame. <laughs> Honestly, fuck, that's go. so good. Like, like a massive fucking play. It's place. gonna be a, bound, a ball pit that you could probably drown yourself in. Yeah, you just gotta buy like a freaking warehouse. And if you could swim something. all the way to the bottom, there'll be little mini bottles of like alcohol. There's just like a guy with like one of those like pool cleaning things, but he's gotta like go through and like get the dead bodies out of the ball. Pit. <laughs> Oh, we got another one. You got like right, the yeah. giant like inflatable jousting thing, where you got like the big gold Q-tips. Oh uh, yeah, tax season. There's always a few more in there. Can you like search YouTube and see if there's a Discovery Zone commercial? I don't even know if there is. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Like they had laser tag before it was laser, like Lasertron. Oh, that's cool. Discovery Zone, nineteen. Like look at this ball pit. Like, I'm I miss- looking at some colorful stripes. Nineteen ninety-seven. It's like a blockbuster. Look at all those tubes. See, it's like a fucking like giant warehouse of tubes. And then Chuck E. Cheese is like, now nah, we're not going to do the tube route. What? That's not enough balls, I feel like. Well, because kids will drown. That's crazy. It's so colorful. I love Discovery. I still have Discovery Zone tickets and uh, tokens that I never got to use. Just for me, the place where I can really cut loose. It's all here. Jump and tumble here. I, I mean, they think so. they probably got sued too many times from kids getting like injured or dying. That is such a quintessential '90s commercial that I it can, was. I can't handle it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, it almost uh, looks like a parody. Yeah, I was like not ready for that. Like they so, so we'll it. just take that and we'll remake it and we'll just call it No Shame with with, with bigger tubes, bigger ball pits. It'll be only for adults. Only for adults. <laughs> 18 you have or to be 18 or above. <laughs> oh, wait. What's this? I'm going to ah! ah, sorry. You remember that song, right? You saw it first on our News 5 app, A Discovery Zone. It's opening in Ohio this Friday, but <gasps> we're still trying to find out if there's any connection to the entertainment chain popular in the 80s and 90s. Other than the name, that company filed for bankruptcy and sold many locations to Chuck E. Cheese. The new space in Cincinnati features many similar games, indoor mazes, and plenty of climbing features. So if we have bigger tool, bigger tubes, can we have bigger balls? <laughs> Says we, get, we, can't have, we can have non-discriminative all sizes of balls. <laughs> non-discriminative. <laughs> you just go in the tubes and there's just like people in there who just like... God, imagine, oh my god. I love that. I love that so much. 
There's so much you could do with it, I feel like. Because there used to be like, the, you know, like the bungee ropes? The bungee ropes. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like the long rubber bands. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but like what what is your idea for them? There, there used to be like root, like pathways that you had to like, you couldn't just run through mm-hmm. because it was all the rubber bands. So oh, like you had I know to what like, you're talking about. Yeah. You had to like fiddle your way through. Yeah. Like obstacle courses and stuff? Basically. I know what you're talking about. Big old tubes, ball pits. I feel like trampolines. I feel like that trampolines. Was there. Yeah. They had water beds. Like it was like the whole floor was like a water. So you try That's to like so cool. You try to go run across it, and it, sometimes it would under, fall, underflate it, and you just like smack. And it was like <laughs> <laughs> my brother's whole face was red because like it's hard. Like it's like. The, <laughs> He tried to sprint in and just like did the whole like first foot and then just <laughs> face first. <laughs> uh, it was the greatest so day good. of my life. Like he's running expecting it to be at least somewhat solid. He goes into the whole floor, just caves under him. I just w- think of like stepping into like a waterbed and like you don't have traction because like your foot sinks in and it just like, <laughs> just, like, just, like face first, just slam into like hard rubber. But, I had like, him. <laughs> but it's like a belly flop, though, because, like, it's that, I don't know. I had a moment kind of similar to that. Not, like, in the sense that it was, like, me falling, but I, did I tell you about how I jumped off my boat one time when it was going, like, 40 miles an hour? And you weren't in the ripple, and you were in, the, you hit the clear water? What was that? You weren't in the ripple, you hit the clear water? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, don't hit the clear yeah, water. Yeah, I, uh, I jumped off the side of my boat, and I was like, oh, you know, this is perfect. I'll jump in, like, the standing upright position. And that did- <laughs> It didn't work. I jumped off my feet. My feet. Here, here. This is me, okay? This is me, okay? I'm jumping into the water. Jumping into the water. And I go, <laughs> like, actually. I, oh, look. Your, your feet as an anchor. And like, your body is still having momentum. <laughs> and look. You get to see face water. You were going about 40 miles an hour? 40. We were going 40. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Luckily, I hit my back because I had somewhat thought about it at first. Because I, I used like, to do t- tubing. Oh, I did that too. I and did that too. You go pretty fast with that, and when you turn fast, you know the tube yes, goes yes. out. So there's the ripple effect of the water. So when you exit that, yeah, the water's the sh- a lot less calm because the boat's basically splitting <laughs> waves for you. Yeah. So no, you, you, yeah, that's a good thing. When mm-hmm. you hit the turbulent water, yeah. It absorbs shock energy because it's all you have the air bubbles on impact. Yeah. When it's the clear flat water, it's and literally you go a out fucking slap of, of the ripple. The water's hard. <laughs> okay. There is nothing to assist you when you hit the water, so it's like literally hitting something at whatever speed <laughs> you were going. Yeah. And you will skip like a stone sometimes, not breaking the water. Okay. That is cool. It's cool when that happens. Because if you're skipping, you're kind of low to the water, so you're not like going really high. It also hurts when it happens. It does hurt a little bit, but it, it's kind of cool. How, it's like, like tumbling down like, a wet road. You're like, whoa, there's air, water, air, water, air. <laughs> you're like your, tumbling. Your ideas of fun and my ideas of fun are two different. Air, water, air, water. <laughs> And you're like, I love drowning. <laughs> you're trying to breathe and it's all water. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like 2020. 
<laughs> I tried to breathe. It's all water. No, we have sand now. Yeah, we have sand. We're going to have raining sand no, only, only Texas. Yeah, you say that. Nerox like, says, I'm getting triggered at you guys calling it a ripple. It's a wake. Yeah, no, I knew that, but I didn't want to correct because I don't. It's a ripple effect. <laughs> yeah, when you're inside the wake, you're outside of the wake. Anyway. That's why wakeboarding, because when you wakeboard, you go out of the wake, and you go over the wake, and you go out of the wake. Did we have, like, an article or something? Uh, I think... Oh, Chuck E. Cheese! Oh, yeah. No, I was reading ticks. <laughs> and then we got distracted by it, because I told Vol there was another article, and he said he didn't like Chuck E. Cheese, and then we talked about Chuck E. Cheese, and that uh. led to Discovery Zone. And okay. then we're going to make No Shame. <laughs> okay. So can we kickstart No Shame? <laughs> I feel like it might get funded. I need to, like, scope out a warehouse. I mean, there've got to be a few around here. You know, Spirit of Halloween always finds a place to go. I know. They're like mobile. I know. It's like a bunch of homeless people with Halloween stuff. I have no clue what how they do it. <laughs> there's a YouTube video about their business model. It's really weird. Like, where does there's where does it come from? Where is it stored <laughs> when it's storage no locker? But like, where is it stored when it's not being yeah storage, aliens? Storage. <laughs> <laughs> Like you never see semi trucks with like Spirit Halloween, and there's just like boom, it's there. Oh, it's there. We're, oh, there was a Toys R Us here before. Oh, nope, it's Spirit Halloween. You go to like Spirit Halloween, and it's just like a bunch of people, like an or aliens pretending to be humans. Why, yes, fellow human who that enjoys the holiday of Halloween. I I'm love a, costumes too. Look at I this love co costume. I mean, too. I am not wearing a costume. <laughs> I am not wearing the flesh of your fellow humans. Aliens actually just think we're wearing the flesh of other animals, but not knowing. What? Like Halloween. Like, from an alien's perspective, like, we're putting on, like, literally skin of other things. <laughs> that are very detailed. But there's also, like, bananas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, think about an alien's perspective of that. Some people are wearing the flesh of others. And that guy turned into a banana! <laughs> Paradox is so fucking done. <laughs> Hi, Paradox. I want to wear skin too. If that helps us blend in with the humans. Anyway, so Spirit Halloween is run by aliens. It's confirmed. Myth confirmed. All right, carry on. Parts of the U.S. see a huge number of increased populations of ticks. Twenty twenty. <laughs> the music. The music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do -do 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 -do. Yeah. Experts warn that the current surveillance tracking methods around the U.S. aren't robust enough to come at the growing and increased public health concerns surrounding tick-related vector-borne illnesses. So, you know, Lyme disease. <laughs> what if they were able to spread the coronavirus? I don't know. It's by blood. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm like... It's gonna oh. be the plague all over again. <laughs> like the actually like the the Black Death plague, but like, I mean, luckily it doesn't have anywhere near the bad symptoms that that had. But just, it's still annoying. Um, yeah, you've watched the news yet, have you? We may haven't watched. Dude, the Black Plague gave like people boils and like sh weird shit happened to them. Why are there symptoms to COVID that I don't know? You could ingest it now, and it can infect. Your stomach lining, intestines, bowels. Your testicles can get COVID. God damn it, I don't want to go back in there. Pancreas, liver, heart. Paradox help. 
<laughs> it's now been found in spinal <laughs> spinal fluid. <laughs> it's caused it's caused meningitis. Stop him! <laughs> I don't want to know. So moving on. So yeah, yeah. It's, so moving on. It's like Plague Incorporated, the game. But so moving on. Twenty twenty. So moving on. <laughs> I know. I don't like it. You ever play Plague Inc? No. Not interested. Just give it a try. No, I'm yeah, good. Just really, it'll, it'll predict your future. Okay. <laughs> your your future specifically now. It'll okay. just predict 2020's future. That's all it does. That's mm. all Plague Inc. is. That's all you have to worry about. It. Okay. It's not even a game anymore. It's just it's just 2020. 2020, the game. <laughs> yeah, Plague Incorporated. Anyway, read this freaking article. <laughs> The U.S. is actually home to two primary tick species, the black-legged tick in the Midwest and East Coast, and the western black-legged tick. (laughs) 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 Hold on! The U.S. is home to... (laughs) What the fuck? Two species... The black legged tick. That's on the east and west. And the, and the western black legged tick. <laughs> really, really creative names there, folks. How is that? I don't even know why it's so funny, but it is. It's just like. It's so. The, the black legged tick. Oh, and, the, said it was being... and the western black it's leg- western. <laughs> it's a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works at like a. It's like a Silicon Valley. He walks into the saloon. Yeah. <laughs> it's Exodus. Wears a t shirt. Pacificus. Pacificus. And the other one is Atlanticus. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Wait, really? It's Skeptoris, but the actual, the western one is literally Pacificus. Literally, the scientific name for it is the Pacific Coast Tick. Oh, these ticks are a little different. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, God, East Coast Tick. Well, this one's in California, so, I mean. (laughs) The western. The controversial one to two tick species. It's just add. Just imagine if a tick moves. It changes. Wow, yeah. So if you take an eastern tick and you bring it to the western side, does it become a western tick? It probably becomes a western eastern tick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like going by the logic of things, like if an eastern one went to the west and then mutated somehow because of the way that it was there, it yeah. would be the western eastern tick. Western Eastern tick. So you'd have the West tick, the East tick, the West East tick, is and the East West tick. Is there a central black like like a tick? Hmm. God, I just love 2020. So much, so much exciting news happening. Just, I mean, I personally hate it. It's really not good. It's not. Planet Earth is healing. <laughs> Healing. <laughs> what from us? Like we're like the scourge of the planet. It's like we gotta we gotta calm that down a little bit. <laughs> Mother Nature is the planet's antibody. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hi, Maruski. You came in with a smile that says you have something to say. No. Oh, okay. I don't. What's that? I don't. Okay. 
Did you know that the U.S. has two species of tick? The black-legged tick and the yeah. western black-legged tick? <laughs> I know! I don't know why it's so funny to me! I mean, for snakes, there's regular garter snakes and they're, they're eastern garter snakes and they're virtually the same. I just imagine that like somebody found them first in this area and then went and was like, oh, what about these ones? Ah, just a little western one. A little different. It was yeah. just, it was just, yeah. a, it was just a dispute over who found it first. They're like, I found this one. Well, I found this one. They're like, they're a little bit different. Nero, Nero says, Areo, I love 2020. Areo, an hour later, I hate 2020. I mean, yeah. I feel like 2020. That's the, I feel like that's the sentiment that everyone has. I mean, it's a total meme. I think that's hysterical, but everything sucks. Hmm. What else did I miss? Um, adult uh, play pen places. Mm. It sounds very toddler. Uh, Texas is going to be hit by a sandstorm that came from Africa. Michigan flooded yeah. a lot. They want to make their own adult Chuck E. Cheese called No Shame. <laughs> and is everyone nudist there? No. No. No, it's called No Sh- it's, it's Chuck E. Cheese. It's yeah, just, no, but it's, for adults. It's yeah. Discovery Zone. Yeah. For adults, like, so it's just a Chuck E. Cheese, but yeah, more dangerous. Not, not, oh, okay. It's like a big ball pit, you know, okay. like a relay course. Of right, like, right. Your mind straight to the gutter. Like, you didn't even cut corners. It was no, because <sighs> you said adult play plane. Yes, so. as in it is a play place for adults. Not that it's an adult. Yeah, but adult kid first. Play, so well, like, uh, I assume. Uh, okay. Like, it, Twin Tail okay, Creation is technically okay. adult toy store, right? <sighs> so oh They're adult action figures. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just larger action figures. This is my my action figure penis collection. <laughs> this is my GI Joe big horseman. <laughs> big horseman. Big horseman. GI <laughs> Joe horse. Can you make a commercial for two tails like that? <laughs> Adult action figures. Just dildos. No, I just like the idea that like they're actually just an action figure, but if you take the pants off, there's a little dick in there. I, I, can I just point out that action figure is just a term for uh, dolls, but for, dolls, but for boys, but for boys. So at this point, it's like these are my. I love my dick dolls. My, my doll penises. <laughs> my doll dicks. Dick doll. Doll dicks. Femboy Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, the new Chucky is kind of like. I don't even want to look at that. Don't even say it. I don't. Even want to, I don't whatever you're gonna say, I don't want. I don't want to. Have hear you it. seen the new Chucky? I, no, no. I don't. I don't even. You know, Areo. I just want. You know, let's move on. No, the new Chucky's kind of cute. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. Hold on. So the, yeah, look, he's so cute. He looks French. It's <laughs> French. How does what? <laughs> no, he looks French. He doesn't look French. Hold on. I really wasn't gonna say anything. I was just gonna say that he's kind of cute. Yeah, he looks cute. But yeah, paradox. It looks like Hold the on. animation or the designer probably came from France. <laughs> okay. So yeah, like <laughs> apparently we we used to put like not tick collars, but like at like deer feeds and stuff. There'd be sprays or stuff to prevent ticks, mm-hmm. to spread the spread of ticks, because right. usually they're called deer ticks. Yeah. The black-legged ticks. Yep. The deer ticks. Yep. <laughs> so like, but now since COVID and everything, we stopped giving animals like the anti-tick stuff, as well as other things. 
So now <laughs> ticks are on the rise and about to spread a lot of Lyme disease to... Oh, there's a lot of new dog owners, too. Oh, yeah, because they're all dealers. Damn it. <laughs> Fucking perfect plagues! <laughs> <laughs> it was the plan all along. Because, like, literally... First, we'll get them to all get dogs. Trap them in their house. Make them get puppies. <laughs> have their dogs go out and get infected with ticks. The ticks will carry the coronavirus. Hey, Cheetah Paws just joined. Hi, Cheetah Paws. Is it being done in the devil voice? <laughs> Well, look, because like, the local animal shelters sold out of all cats and dogs. I remember when COVID first hit. Oh, did it? Well, yeah. first it was all dogs. Uh-huh. Then they'd had no dogs in this area available. Yeah. Even, like, all of Erie County. And so then people took the then, second best option, which, which is, is cats. cats. What the fuck do you mean second best? Second cats? best. Well, there's a reason the dogs went first. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just, that's just we, the it, way We proved it, it with statistics here. The dogs went first, and then people were like, I guess we'll take the cats. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that those dog owners have the same relationship that the cat owners have with their cats. Yeah, they have no relationship with the cat. I was just the same thing. The relationship is you give me food. Thanks. Thanks. Can confirm that it's basically Maruski and I's relationship. Wow. <laughs> uh, I've seen Zed's cats, like, once <laughs> since he got them. And I guess they are in his house somewhere, like it's gremlins. Like, it's like they like... exist and they are here. And if they come up to you, you can pet them for a total of 10 seconds. Cats are basically like little, like, fairies or gremlins that live in the well, walls Mar- of your Mar- house. Maruski's a social cat. He came yeah, in here to join always... us. Yeah, I, I spend like eight hours with Paradox every day. <laughs> yeah, he's a social cat. He lets me pet him. Hmm. You bonded with one person. Wow, sounds like very cat. Well, dogs are loyal to everyone. I mean, I, I, I am polyamorous here. <laughs> I will bond with anybody. It's just that I'm stuck here. I'm usually an outdoor cat. Yeah, he's normally an outdoor cat. But he's been catnapped. Yeah. Well, he's keeping me indoors. Yeah, I'm keeping him indoors to keep him safe. <laughs> she catnapped him. Yeah. Well, I didn't catnap him. I mean, he kind of found me, and, yeah, then, you, and then he was a stray you're cat. you're not letting him out. No, Pharaoh, you know the story of Maruski. He's a stray cat. He forced himself upon Paradox, and Paradox literally had to take him in, or else this cat would not leave him be. No, I, I you know. That's, how, that's literally what no. cats do. You never had a cat, Bull. No, Okay, there are cats that do that, though. I, I've, grown up, okay, I've actually grown up with real cats my whole life. With real cats. cats. <laughs> yeah. And, and also anthro cats. Anthro cats and feral cats. Not those fake ones. <laughs> no, the anthro ones. Oh, those are those fake cats. Bootleg you know? cats. <laughs> Am I a bootleg cat? No, yes. you, no you're an anthro kitty. Yay. You're a bootleg bull. <laughs> I just love one. What do you mean? You're a bootleg bull. Trying to get I'm rid just of, as bootleg as you are. The SPC was trying to get rid of um, turtles <laughs> and Wait. birds that Wait, they what? had left. Wait, what? Who? So, like, the SPCA, like, when they sold out all the dogs. Yeah. And then when people were reluctantly got all the cats. Yeah. <laughs> reluctantly. Okay. Well, they had no other choice, really. And then the next option was turtles or birds. No hamsters? <laughs> you don't keep hamsters at the SPCA. Just, I don't know. You feed them to something. Or something. <laughs> they're really, they're look, not going to live on their own. Look, to be honest, if a hamster escapes, a hawk has eaten it. <laughs> that, that's literally just the reality of things. They're not going to be taken to the SPCA. No one's going to find Oh, look, them. I found a stray hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Go <laughs> uh, <laughs> around the neighborhood. Oh, the pack of hamsters is out today. 
You walk like, around at night, you walk around at night, and there's this hamster that comes up and just starts following you. They're such pests, they like run around on wheels in your garden. <laughs> you just see tracks through the garden, like completely destroyed by ball tracks. Well, those like, are like windmill ornaments, they're like running on those. <laughs> Imagine walking around and seeing a lost hamster I, I just, on I, a post. I, I just think of gardens and seeing like the fucking tread wheels. <laughs> My garden, no! <laughs> Damn you, hamster packs! <laughs> you you know you look out the window at night and you see this tiny little ball rolling down the street. <laughs> oh, damn the hamsters are in the oh, wild. Slight little the wild hamsters. You know, just a slight little <laughs> in the distance. <laughs> it's rolling across the flag top. It like causes car accidents. <laughs> <The> car swerving. <laughs> yeah. And that had just that just happens to be a propane tank. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, tick ticks are on the rise, so <laughs> So yeah, ticks, you know. We got a lot out of that news story. I know. I don't even know the news article. I just Neither do we, honestly. Um, so uh, well as you know, cicadas, you know, being we had the biggest launch of cicadas yeah. this year. Um I don't mind. Well, now we're gonna have the biggest launch of tick overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Spreading Lyme disease to many different individuals and other, you know, saliva-based diseases like blood transfer, you know. <laughs> oh, well, the red tide's coming in, so the the water's going to turn red now in, in Florida, Florida. Oh, yeah. and around Texas and the and, Caribbean, killing and, off all marine life. Yeah, sky's as well be red. as the skies are going to turning red. Uh, that's happening Tuesday this upcoming week. Just mark that on your calendar. What about the sandstorm? Yeah, well, that, that's the sandstorm. Oh, that's, oh, that's all the because of the sandstorm. That's all because of the sandstorm. Okay, right, yes. yeah, okay. So the sandstorm is coming over from Africa. Right. <laughs> Thousands of... To years. Texas. To Texas like, you know, specifically. And across an entire ocean to, to Texas. To specifically, to specifically Texas. <laughs> like, it's it's bypassing Florida and like, But it's Puerto leaving Rico. a trail of just death of, uh, around Florida, but like there's already just... The trail of death around Florida because it's Florida. So, I mean, yeah, none of them have been wearing, wearing masks. I feel like Florida's so. just used to wild shit. Yeah. I mean, if they can survive Keep hurricanes. Keep one gator apart, you know? They survive, they survive, yeah, they survive gators and hurricanes and Florida men. They, really they survive, survive a lot of gators. things. Like, you know, the gators kind of survive them. True. Yeah, that's fair. You don't survive gators as a Florida yeah. And they don't, they don't wear masks during COVID. You keep one gator apart, but it doesn't really. I don't think it works. Yeah, it's, Florida's just a... The gators are wearing masks. The humans aren't. It's yeah. a weird place. <laughs> but yeah, Red Death is coming too. So, you know, we have that to look forward. That's on Tuesday of this uh, this upcoming week. Oh, boy. Just mark- Quite the eventful Tuesday. Just mark it on your schedules, everyone. Just so you know, uh, red skies, red water, uh, lots of marine death, well, algae blooms. Um, you well, know, boy, casual. time to mark Red Tuesday on my calendar. <laughs> yeah. You know, right after Father's Day, so... Yeah, it'd be the last Father's Day. You, uh... Father's Day, and then it's Monday. Ugh, Monday. But Tuesday. At but least then have... we got Red Tuesday. <laughs> Not as good as Black Friday. <laughs> Armageddon now. But just as much death, probably. So, yeah. I wonder if there's different species of Florida man, like North Florida man and South Florida man. <laughs> Florida man and West Florida man. Florida Coastal man. Florida man. Florida man and West, but there's like, makes no, no sense. West Florida and then Key West Florida man. Key West. <laughs> the panhandle Florida man. Oh, yeah. So, you want to lead the other you know, 2020 news? Um, I think it was uh, started on the uh, yeah, it was, shame uh, zone. It was a Chuck E. Cheese 
who is apparently approaching bankruptcy and possibly closing all stores. Obviously, like, I'm assuming their business wasn't doing too great even before COVID, but well, now with this, they really, like... Well, because you can't have kids next to each other anymore. Yeah, Chucky Cheese has got to be one of the, the biggest hotspots if they were open, so they can't really do that. Yeah. After months of keeping their doors shut amid the coronavirus pandemic, popular kids' restaurant Chuck E. Cheese may not ever reopen. The brand behind the food and games establishment, CEC Entertainment, is nearly $1 billion in debt and is trying to approach lenders for a $200 million loan to keep the business afloat, according to the Wall Street Journal. I, I just imagine trying to get $2 billion, or a billion dollars to pay your debt with Chuck E. Cheese Pizza being your your only way out of that. <laughs> we need to sell $2 billion in Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> It's like, guys, like imagine get... if you're just like, well, I said no problem. I got a billion dollars of debt, but I have the secret recipe to Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Guess what? I'm gonna when get they out go of out of business, we could buy all the tubes at a discount price. It'll be a lot less safe, <laughs> but we can reassemble them and make bigger tubes, and then we can make no shame. Can we buy all the ball pits? Yes, we can buy all the Faye, ball pits. Remember Every how... single ball. Faye, remember how you wanted to rent out a warehouse and get a bunch of tubes and uh, make a vor playpen? <laughs> Remember, no, like, that, that, was the, that was year. the fetish zone. Yeah, fetish zone. That was it. <laughs> it's not discovery zone. We're, 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 making, <laughs> we're making no shame, which is basically just a discovery zone for the new age. Okay. Okay. And you're going to open a secondary business called... After fetish. discovery... No, the no shame. Or, mm-hmm. Sorry, discovery zone two. Yeah, makes... the, the no shame brand is going like, to expand a little bit more. But once you create something that's family friendly somewhat... I just no like... kids. So it's not yeah. really that family so friendly. It's just, it's it's just, just friendly. It's 18 and older friendly. It's just friendly. It's just nice, very pleasant. And then you can kind of branch off and be like, hey, we're doing this new side project. Yeah, it could be like no shame indoors, which would be like the nude, or no shame in the bedroom. I don't know. How do you change no the No shame after dark. After dark, yeah. No shame after dark, there you go. <laughs> the Vore Palace. Oh, yeah, I remember the Vore Palace. It'd be that's, cool that's to create name. a Vore experience scene thing. I don't know. I feel like that's something that could be cool. Look, don't give me that look. Don't you dare. I feel like it would be cool to replicate that kind of thing. The only thing that would be hard to sterilize would be the ball pit. But I already thought of like an ingenious thing. And that you'd have like just a big funnel like at the bottom. And then you would just like pull a lever and all the balls would start coming out. And it would go through like a washing machine. And then it would just go start drying. Uh, And then all the balls came back and would go back into the pit. Wait, I'm confused about the ball pit. Where's the ball pit come into this? What? To the vor thing? Well, yeah, because you have that ball pit filled with lube. Yeah, imagine getting. Oh, see what I imagine is eventually during the Vore experience. So like a dragon, out like, of... it would be like a dragon ate like a, pu- a puff of cereal, you know. See, for me, what I imagine. So here's actually there's actually a video Hello here. Again. I'm Billy with Ocean Adventures. Um, you may know why we close for an hour between all play sessions to wipe down the structure. Today we're gonna give you a behind the scenes oh look. A ball washer. This is gonna be a professional ball washer. Oh, this is gonna be. This is satisfying. Uh, at a rate of about 20,000 per hour. We have 80,000 balls, so it takes a little while. Uh, They go through the washing machine. There's an auger inside the machine that forces them down into a sanitizing bath. So that's what you need. You just need the ball ball pit washing How does he dry them? I don't know. (laughs) Why are you waving inflatable tube balls? Yeah. (laughs) I love the like random like Caribbean. <laughs> I love that there's a lot of blue balls. <laughs> I don't like that there's a lot of blue balls. Well, you know what? We have different opinions. 
So what I imagine with the ball pit at the end of the Vore uh, scenario is I imagine like you'd go through the entire like Vore experience, like just through the entire digestive system, right? Mm-hmm. And no, then no you drop. No, no, no one wants to go end... through the entire digestive system. Everyone wants to stop might. at the stomach. No, you can choose no, I where feel, they stop. I feel like you, you have a soft, there's a door that says the soft Vore door and you go through there and it, you just exit. Yeah, but then exactly. there's a hard Vore door and you go through that door and then it's the rest of everything. Yeah, exactly. And then at yeah. the end of that, there's like a nice little ball pit, but they're all brown balls. It's <laughs> gross. They're just colored brown. That's it. There's okay. nothing there's okay. nothing dirty about it. They're then they get brown. chocolate pudding at that point. Yeah. But then you become one with the beast that you're inside. So then you become part of the ball pit. That's like some weird TF vore. I don't even want to think about it. Like just turning into balls. That's that's not. No, I just mean that like that's part of the vore is becoming one with the beast, right? No, I think people just want to be eaten. For some. Yeah, I, I think it's half and half. Not everyone. Anyway... After months of keeping their doors shut amid the coronavirus pandemic, popular kids restaurant Chucky, I read that already, uh, needed the loan of $200 million. On Friday, the brand announced it would be offering its top executives retention bonuses with the hopes that they would stay on in trying times. CEC said it would pay nearly $3 million total to three executives, including $1.3 million to CEO David McKillops, the Securities and Exchange Commission filing showed. The Texas-based restaurant currently operates 610 locations in 47 states, but had to close its doors when the pandemic struck, making it extremely difficult for the company to raise capital. In April, the brand said they were considering refinancing, bankruptcy, and restructuring after the pandemic began to cause strain on the restaurant industry, the Wall Street Journal reported. According to the takeout, some 17,000 workers were laid off in March. In an attempt to make money during the pandemic, the store masqueraded as Pasquale's Pizza and Wings on delivery apps, a reference to one of Chuck E. Cheese's bandmates. That's so brilliant. Employees who were kept on board helped to operate Pasquale's as a takeout brand, but Chuck E. Cheese is not the only restaurant chain to struggle amid the global health crisis. Some outposts of IHOP, Denny's, Ruby Tuesdays, TGI Fridays, and more have permanently shuttered due to hardships brought on by the pandemic. CFRA Holdings, a franchisee operating 49 IHOP locations, filed for bankruptcy in early May and cited the coronavirus as the primary reason, according to FSR magazine. So Denny's, IHOP, all like the high foods are going to go bankrupt. That's mm. horrifying, actually. <laughs> Wait, Denny's including? Well, no, no, they're just. They're it's just, just that listing. some locations might have to shut down. Okay, yeah, okay. depending Basically. on depending on the franchise owner. Yeah. yeah. But that might happen. But our, like, what's weird, though, is our Denny's has not opened. None of our Denny's around here has opened up yet. Uh-uh. Which is also weird because I think, what, we already reached stage three opening. Yeah. That, and. I'm guessing Denny's just wouldn't make enough money off of the, like, limited but, capacity seating. Yeah, I but think. But they still had takeout prior to even COVID. They and, had they, take and they stopped doing takeout, And they didn't too. even do takeout. But yeah. I'm saying they probably weren't making enough money from that. It wasn't worth running the operation. It wasn't worth paying the workers or running Denny's, the machines. Denny's has to operate at, like, a certain scale in yeah. order to, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's still some scale to no scale. Like, just shutting down all businesses seems like... No, it, they'd be running at a loss, probably, because they'd have to pay workers. They'd have to be running machines. They'd have to be, like, you know, keeping the place at the proper temperature, holding food. Like, there's a lot of, you know, stuff that goes into that. Yeah, if you don't have enough people. Yeah, depending on the size of your kitchen and how much you pay your employees. Mm-hmm. And that, unless that, you can, that like, logic would also then supply that all the other places that like had takeout only. Well, most of the have... other places had, that had takeout were either more expensive 
or were primarily takeout. Yeah, the thing so like, is... So, like, Outback did it, but Outback is more expensive. And even then, they were out of a lot of things, and, they, they like, certain menu items were gone. And, like, you know, there's, like, Chinese food place type thing. But many people got Denny's takeout. Like, it was... I, yeah, there were usually people there. Yeah, I don't know. There must be some reason for it. I'm sure they... Why don't we call and ask? <laughs> They're closed. Hey, Denny's. I have I a mean, question. Like, huh? Who are you going to call? Hi, am I speaking with Denny? <laughs> is Denny here? Is this Denny? Denny? Is this Denny? <laughs> Denny, why are you closed? <laughs> Denny, why are you closed? Mr. Denny's. I always liked going there and getting pancakes. And then, you, and then you call IHOP. Well, is this Mr. Hop? <laughs> is your first name I or is your, is your first name I, Hop? Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Hop. Hello, IHOP. Are you a rabbit? <laughs> Are you a rabbit? And then, uh, is this is this Perkin? <laughs> Hello, Perkin. Ruby? Ruby? Ruby Tuesday? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Lobster? Mr. Red? <laughs> Mr. Red! Mr. Lester Lobster. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was loud. So who else is going under? Uh, is this Hashim, the founder? By the way, that doesn't say they're going under. This is just, they're just listing similar business types. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they're going bankrupt. <laughs> Well, filing no, for bankruptcy. Well, individual franchise owners, yes, but not not going away completely. The founder and managing partner of Ruby Tuesday, owner NRD Capital, told Restaurant Business the pandemic will likely spur the closure of many more restaurants. A Danny's franchise, a Denny's franchisee, a Danny's franchise. <laughs> yeah, Danny's. <laughs> D not Denny's, Danny's. I meant to say Denny. What's funny is da Denny's. <laughs> Denny's used to be called Danny's. Oh, so I, yeah. I knew that. I was Back. just—it was just a callback. <laughs> well, now we have—we have, we'll have Denny's and Danny's. <laughs> a Denny's franchisee, Feast American Diners, closed fifth, closed fifteen locations of the popular breakfast chain, while locations of the Indianapolis-based chain Steak and Shake and of TGI Fridays have also closed down permanently due in part to the pandemic. That's it. Yeah, that was it. But there's just basically what a was lot the name? What was the name of that company? Um, Feast American Diners. Feast American Diners. Because I worked for the one Denny's for a while. Mm -hmm. Don, not the one down the road here, but the one near my parents' house. Yeah. And I'm trying Does to remember. Does that name what, sound familiar? No, it doesn't. I'm trying to remember what the parent company was, or the franchise owner was. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was that, though. But yeah. Hopefully ours is. I miss going to Denny's with you guys after the show. I know. That was like such a, like. That was such a big part of like doing forecast was getting to go and chill uh, after the show. Going, Denny's. getting Denny's, getting our yeah. freaking appetizer platter yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, good times. Yeah. So someone said to look up rocket jump ball pit. <laughs> look it I up. Guess it was a oh yeah, the video. Yeah, no, I know what it is. I don't know what. It I is. don't remember. I'll do that and I should call it a night. Okay. Rocket jump ball pit. World's biggest ball pit prank. Let's see here. Think about that. Is there? Do I have a response? I do. It's called a ball pit in the entire office. Who do you know that has a ball pit? You're taking pictures. You're putting this stuff on Facebook. Everyone's with something. Okay, people. Let's brainstorm. So uh, I don't know what this is, but it looks like a stupid short film. Oh, it's a short. Oh, it's a horror film about a ball pit that kills people. Great. I love it. The boom boom drawer. Why do you have a boom boom? Cause it makes me feel like a man! Yeah, it seems like something Rocket Jump would do. Anyway, you guys are listening to Furcast live on XBN. Um, I think that's pretty much it. We should probably call it a night. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I want to kick fun, no shame.
Maybe like an obstacle course, like the American Ninja Warrior, but I like genuinely for drunk think people. Something like that could take off. It's like American Ninja Warrior, but like for if, drunk like, people. Like if you had to sign a waiver to like take part of it, kind of like a Sky Zone type of thing. Yeah, that's what I always thought. You have 18 or older. You don't need parents' permission then. Yeah. Just get it, you know. And it's adult. Like you, there's, you know. But you could also do it like a, like you have to like have some initiative to it. So I feel like in the ball pit, you could like win money prizes. But you only spend a little bit of time in the it's ball like, pit. It's like gambling. <laughs> like maybe one of the balls will like there'll be like a golden ball or like a ball that has like something written on it and you gotta like find that one. Yeah. See if I get a little game show out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I kicked out. We'll see how we can COVID ruined that though. So we need to like We have time to plan. We have time to like scheme on this. I don't even need time. I, mean, I was ready for this since I was ni- like, 19. I love Discovery Zone. I'm bringing it back. All right. Bigger. Better. Drunks can get lost in it. <laughs> I've been your host of this evening, Paradox the Red Wolf. I have been your ball pit examiner, Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> that ball pit, the way you say it, ball pit sounded different. <laughs> A ball pit examiner. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm your uh, <laughs> ex- practitioner, Pharaoh. I'll be examining your ball pit. <laughs> the pit of balls. <laughs> I'm your tiger, Mariski. And I am Areo. Horny. Horny. I mean, kind of. Well, full of bullshit. Full of bullshit dinner, steak, burger, meatloaf, meatball. Yeah, you're our dinner friend. Freaking roast beef. You make freaking Reuben sandwich. Yeah, we have you for dinner all the time. The bull pit. The bull pit. Anyway, thank you to everybody who supports Furcast on Patreon, as well as Twin Tails for sponsoring Furcast. Remember to check out TwinTailCreations.com and get some dicks. Uh, in the meantime, we should be here next week. How do we week. get the job of a professional ball washer? And like, there might be an FNT soon. When is it? Just go to playpens and just like, wash uh, the ball pits. Is it next Friday week? will be the, ne- uh, the last Friday um, of the week, I think. Oh, my, the website's wrong then. It says July 3rd. I should probably change that. Shit. Show title Armageddon now. <laughs> anyway... Forecast next week, definitely. Maybe an FNT. Stay tuned to Twitter and social media and all that stuff. Join our chat room, forecast.fm slash chat. We also have a 24-7 Telegram chat. Good night. Yeah.